This is the Buzz Adams Morning Show Podcast. Barstool Talk Daily. Except it's really early in the morning and no booze. For the most part. Thank you so much. Good morning and welcome to the show, everybody. Thanks for joining us today. And uh, what a show we have planned out for you. We're going to have a lot uh, to get to today. And uh, that includes entertainment news. John is going to run or give us a preview of that coming up here in just a few moments. we got more tickets as we continue winning before you can buy them week for Lamb of God. Tickets for Lamb of God go on sale tomorrow at 10 a.m. So we've got winning before you can buy them tickets to that October 16th concert at the Don Hanskin Center throughout the day, including a pair to give away on the morning show today. WWE is coming to the Pan Am Center this Saturday night. We've got tickets for that huge event with all the stars from WWE, including Ronda Rousey, who's going to be there. So your chance to win some tickets to WWE coming up this morning as well. Let's get a look at El Paso weather and find out what we've got in uh, in store the pre-kind is just about to get started, so we could call this the pre <laughs> weather forecast. You like when he says that, don't you, Joanna? I do, yeah. <laughs> pre officially starts uh, noon on uh, Thursday, we decided? Yeah. Right. Well, it's going to be hot. 100 today. Uh, partly cloudy, the forecast. Just the slightest under 10% chance of rain for this afternoon. Uh, then we're going to see that temperature climbing. Yes. Starts at 100 today and then it climbs as we get into the weekend. Uh, tomorrow, mostly sunny, 104. Then for Saturday and Sunday, it looks like we got a pair of 107s for high temperatures. 107 on Saturday, 107 on Sunday. Uh, winds are going to be light. However,. And as I'm looking ahead to next week, it looks like most of next week is also going to be triple digits. And uh, what do we what do we still have? Almost two weeks until summer actually begins. Oh. <laughs> right, this is all springtime heat that we're dealing with. Mm. El Paso weather brought to you by. Wet n' Wild Water World is going to be a hot summer, so make your Wet n' Wild plans early to get the best spots, the best deals on tickets. Looking for the perfect place to entertain the fam this summer? Wet n' Wild is the best place for any celebration. And you get your season tickets. So you go anytime you like. Season tickets are available for just $59.99 plus tax at all area Circle K locations or online at wetwild.com. Get ready for a hot summer uh, with Wet and Wild. All right, let's find out what's uh, coming up on the show today. Nico, let's start with news headlines. Good morning, Nico Ajimian. Good morning, Buzz Adams. How are you doing? Doing good. You got a Christmas shirt on today? Uh, you know, I just like <laughs> Will Ferrell, and even though it may be from the movie Elf, I don't consider it a Christmas shirt. Okay, everything about that says it's a Christmas shirt to me. Well, it's got but, Will Ferrell is elf on it. Yeah. It's red, like uh, Santa's suit. Yeah, he's what else? Dra- he's an elf. And what else about it? 
Uh, um, everything about that says to me it's laundry day <laughs> at Nico's house. Joanna's a little closer to the okay. mark. Than right. <laughs> well, the GIF recall now includes products from 18 companies. If you uh, remember, it's pronounced GIF. It's not. No. It's called GIF or Jiffy. Which no, you, I'm just kidding. GIF, right? No, it's just GIF, yeah. But remember the Mandela effect of Jiffy? People remember Jiffy, but it's actually never was Jiffy. Jiff or Skippy. Skippy. Yes. Skippy. Uh, the popular peanut butter was recalled because of salmonella infection uh, risks. And products that use the peanut butter in their own uh, uh, things, like crackers or whatever else, uh, they're being told, don't give out that peanut butter. Uh let me find. I found the list. There's tons of uh, so. Okay, peanut butter cup ice cream made by Tarhaka Brothers. Um, apple and peanut butter snack trays made by Quick Check. Uh, fudge made by Walmart and Fudgementals. All of those have Jif peanut butter in them. Okay. So you're uh, asked to look at the the uh, things that you buy at the grocery store. Make sure there's no Jif peanut butter in it. Make sure you don't give it to your dogs either. Do dogs like peanut butter? Yeah. Dogs love peanut butter. Did you not know you could give dogs peanut butter? They like it? It seems yeah, like they it, do like it it seems like it would get on their their teeth and aggravate their or maybe I'm confusing like how they used to get Mr. Ed I think to talk you're confusing on TV. How they got Mr. Ed to talk on TV. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Actually there's little toys or Kongs, I guess you call them, and they tell you to they put, put the peanut, peanut butter, butter inside and the dogs just have hours of fun trying to get the the peanut butter out of this weird looking butt plug thing. So you do know what it is. I know what a Kong is, yeah. Have you think used we could it? Say that. I've never used a, a either one of those things. A Kong or <clears throat> Jesus. <laughs> Joanna Entertainment News, what? what do we have on the ba- on the Good back show today. For- I need you all to watch your mouth. <laughs> what? Because bu- you, you can't say people- that word? Yeah. What? That's not a dirty word. Remember, we had a whole thing on this. You cannot say it. You cannot. You cannot. All right. Oh, okay. All right. Thank I you. I didn't know you couldn't say that. After- also, Joanna, I went over to Buzz's yesterday and we did watched. You? Would you? Did you watch Obi Wan? Was yes. it? Is it? Is it making you sad? It's almost over. Yeah, just two more episodes. But <laughs> how sad he sounds. It's leading up to some. Some big confrontations, I feel like. Yeah, this was a like this a was setup. kind of a, a, a almost like a like a gap episode to change the action from one place to another. Right. So this one uh, was was not as exciting as as the previous weeks. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, Obi Wan on Disney. One of, <laughs> would you say that it's been better than any of the sequels so far? You mean? You don't count the prequels as sequels, right? They're prequels. No, uh, you mean like uh, The Last Jedi and uh, The Force Awakens? Yeah. Yeah, they're better than all of those. Like, they have more, like, feels to them. The just Star Wars-ness of it all feels a lot more in the series than in those other ones. Was there any other standalone movie that you thought... Rogue was, One. Rogue One was yeah. great. Rogue had One had a lot of the same good. feels. And I brought my puppy... To hang out with uh, Buzz and his dogs. Mm. Why? I want to see the puppy. Oh, I thought you were saying that it wasn't a good idea to leave him with his dogs. Oh, no. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, they're fine. They are fine. They're Nico the was like, are you still at the station yesterday? He called me and he's like, are you still there? And I'm like, yeah. 
And he's like, how long are you going to be there? It's like, like 20 minutes. Uh-huh. And he's like, never mind. Yeah, because I was going to I was gonna pick up Jack because I was going over to Buzz's and I was just going to drop by here and show him off to you. He didn't bring the dog. Well, so Buzz, want, but what are you giving me? Buzz was just making fun of me the whole time. Why? He, 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 he's like a chick with this dog. I'm man. not. What's wrong with the way he is with this dog? Buzz just thinks I should not care what happens to him. <laughs> just stick him outside. He'll be fine. <laughs> He'll be fine. Of course he wouldn't think that. Why wouldn't Nico do that? He's a chick. He kept talking to his dog. Uh-huh. And he kept referring to my dogs as as if they're his cousins. Oh, oh you're going to meet your cousins cute. today. <laughs> they are his cousins. They are. <laughs> there, there are more direct ways to come out of the closet. <laughs> if you just want to, you know, Why this is 2022. So you can just homophobic. say, you can just say. You know, it's Pride Month. How dare you How do dare this? you. Show some pride. <laughs> they got to, he got to meet his cousins, and I just knew. Buzz Did they was just, all have a nice little bond? They, well, at first he was so scared. He's not well socialized, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> he was just like backed up against the door, oh. crying. And the other dogs are just chilling. And we were like, "It's okay, they're your friends." Buzz is just rolling. I can hear his eyes rolling. <laughs> Buzz, yeah, be more supportive. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways. Joanna Entertainment News, oh, what, right. do we, what do we have coming up for entertainment today? Well, Kanye West had a birthday yesterday, but apparently it was not a very happy one because a source close to the situation has said that Kanye West is apparently very heartbroken and having trouble accepting Pete Davidson's close bond with his and Kim Kardashian's kids. This comes after a picture surfaced of Pete Davidson on a solo trip with Saint. I need you guys to look up that picture because it looks hilarious. Is it where he's holding Saint's hand? Yeah. Yeah, it was hilarious. And I'm all, who's that pasty dude next to the kid? I looked up the, Pete the picture of his new girlfriend, who I guess he's broken up with, and you guys said that she was a Kim Kardashian lookalike. Uh-huh. Not she just is. us, the world. Oh, my God. I mean, is that ever... That's creepy that you would date somebody who looks that much like your, your ex, that you're still obviously... Not over. Well, Cheney Jones denies the Kanye West breakup reports and is saying, stop spreading fake news. Mm. Mm. He's saying sure it's not true. I'm not sure I believe it, though. Because he was, he was photographed at a movie, uh, a screening of Maverick Top Gun, and uh, he was with a different girl. Oh. A couple big stories. Uh, they, uh, let's see if they, they arrested the guy or not, but there was a 26-year-old guy been charged with attempted murder of Supreme Court Justice Brett Kavanaugh. Oh my God. I think they did arrest him. So the whole story is just like all the supplies that the guy brought, zip ties. Uh, 26-year-old Nicholas John Roski was taken into custody near Brett Kavanaugh's home where his family is. And his backpack uh, contained, I don't know what this is, but a black tactical chest rig. Tactical knife, a Glock 17, two magazines and ammunition, pepper spray, zip ties, a hammer, screwdriver, nail punch. What was he going to do with the nail punch? Like, I get, I mean, I don't get it, but. You know. Was he going to torture Brett Kavanaugh? Was that the idea? Maybe. Uh, Crowbar, duct tape, hiking boots, and other items. Oh, my God. And now there's a lot of conversation about whether 
somebody's private residence when they're when they're a public uh, servant, you know, or uh, elected. Not that the Supreme Court justices are elected, but you know what I mean. Either an elected official is their home off limit for, for protest because the protest outside Judge Kavanaugh and some of the other Supreme Court justices ever since that Roe v. Wade overturn was leaked. Mm-hmm have been kind of uh, encouraged, outright encouraged by the White House and some Democrats, and now people are saying, look, that just sets up a thing where it's intimidation, you know, and then all it takes is one nut. Maybe he's there with 100 or 20 peaceful protesters. All it takes is one nut who's going to go too far. So there's some talk about that. Anyway, they arrested uh, this 26-year-old guy, uh and he's charged with planning to kill Supreme Court Justice uh, Brett Kavanaugh. And uh, tonight, across the networks, the public hearings for January 6th get underway. Uh, the politicians, uh, which I, I would say Democrats, but you also got Liz Cheney, who's the chair, uh, say that they want people to watch this so you can hear. Uh, it's the Capitol assault hearings. And they, they want people to tune in so they can hear the actual evidence and, and what is factually known at this point. So that's uh, two hours on NBC tonight, two hours on CBS, two hours on uh, ABC. Fox News has chosen not to cover uh, the January 6th uh, hearings. Oh, interesting. Mm-hmm. Calling it a sham. A sham. And uh, there's a there was a boxer who I guess he must have got hit or whatever, but I I saw the alert that oh this boxer started punching at thin air. Like he, he was so out of his mind mm-hmm. that he started punching at, at where there nobody was there. Okay. And then an alert came over a little bit later. The dude died. My yeah. God. The guy the the boxer who was punching at an imaginary opponent ended up dying from a brain injury. So uh, well, he's oh in the, a lot of cheery stories. He's in the a middle of, of a fight. Like if, this isn't like a boxer at the mall, and he just starts. And like, there's another opponent in the ring, and he's not even facing him. He's punching in the air. It almost looks like he mistook the referee for his opponent. Yeah. Oh my god! Uh, yeah, he's like so out of it. Have you seen the video yet? Yeah. And it's weird because the boxer that ended up dying had just knocked the other guy through the ropes. It looked like he, in the video that I saw, they didn't show the entire fight, or even if they did, I don't want to watch the entire fight, but the boxer who ended up dying had just knocked his opponent through the ropes out of the ring, and then I didn't even see him get hit, so it must have been something that happened earlier on. Mm -hmm. All right, we have a lot of ground to cover today. Thank you for being along with us. It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show Podcast. A popular show that frequently featured El Paso and even turned some El Paso law enforcement officers into minor celebrities is returning. It had been canceled, but I'll give you the details on that coming up a little bit later on the show. Also, we've got good news, bad news of the week on the way. Get to that in just a few minutes. Last night in NBA Finals action, the Celtics beat the Warriors 116-100, to taking a two-game-to-one lead in the NBA Finals. 
For uh, television tonight, uh, coverage of the Capitol assault hearings, attack on the Capitol investigation on uh, CBS, ABC, and NBC. So right across the networks, they're uh, they're carrying this live. Over on Peacock, series premiere of Queer as Folk, which is a reimagining of the 1999 British series. The cast includes Kim Cattrall. Joanna, did you ever watch a show called Queer as Folk back when it was on? No, I didn't. Yeah, me neither. <laughs> it was like an HBO thing, I think. All right. Tonight's schedule also includes Walker. That's at 7 o'clock. And Legacies tonight at 8. Uh, boxer fighting in Africa became so disoriented that he started throwing punches at an invisible opponent. South African boxer Simisu Buthalizi became disoriented during the fight over the weekend. So I saw this story and I clicked on the video, but that, and then a few hours later, there was an update. The dude died. My God. Mm. Um, so here's a little, let me see if I can play a little bit of the video for you. Okay, so the guy who ends up dying is the one who, knock, in this clip, he, he knocks his opponent right through the ropes of the ring, and it's right after that that he gets disoriented. So he must have taken a pretty serious shot just before this. Watch this, Joanna. Okay. So they're going to they're gonna show him. He, he squares up, but not against his opponent. It... It does, he's either throwing punches at thin air or maybe he mistakes the referee for, for the other boxer. By the way, it looks like there's a hundred there's under a hundred people uh in the audience in okay. the crowd to watch this fight. So it's not like he died or, or that this happened in front of ten thousand people or anything. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. That is so scary. So he goes over. He doesn't punch the referee, but he starts punching the, tur- I guess, turnbuckle. That's what they yeah, call it in wrestling. I guess that's the, the same thing they call it in boxing. The corner. Okay, referee calls the fight. So he calls it right there. I don't see the guy get hit though. The the guy who ended up dying in that exchange of punches. Look, the other guy's out of the ring. Uh huh. But I didn't see him even get hit. Did you? Mm mm. No. All right. So the referee called the fight, and then so I saw that as like, oh my god, this guy really was disoriented. And then I saw the update on it. He died mm-hmm. later from a brain injury. Well, that's about as scary as it gets. I think there's a good argument to be made for for boxing <laughs> to be made illegal. There's a thing. We were talking about things that we're going to look back at some point in the future and be like, I can't believe that this was okay at one point. The idea that you we get it. Meat. Yeah, but how about boxing? Boxing will be one for sure. I can't believe we used to beat people up for entertainment. Well, give... I mean, beat people up is one thing, but the whole point is to inflict brain damage. When you knock somebody out, that's that's you know a concussion. Yeah, but would you say the same thing for should MMA be outlawed too? I mean, 
I you know I don't they do knockouts I don't, there. I don't know enough about MMA. They I mean, do knockouts. it looks brutal. It definitely looks brutal, but do they get the same kind of concussive force behind a punch? They get knocked well, out. They get knocked out several. I mean, that's that's yeah. A then problem. Common I, way of then I would say problem winning. What do you think? A hundred years from now, people look back and think of boxing as worse than dog fighting or worse than cockfighting. Mm. No, we've always been pugilists. We've always been fighters. I think we always glorified that. I think we'll always continue. Yeah, to but do that. there there used to be a time when going to uh, like two roosters fighting it out or dogs fighting it out used to be an approved pastime. They said that George Washington was very much into. Uh, one of those two things. It was either like rooster fighting or or dog fighting. Yeah, I bet he was. He also had slaves. We don't see that anymore. Yeah, yeah I'm just saying, if that seems brutal and inhumane, how about the idea of two people getting in there and wait, trying wait, wait, to wait, inflict wait. brain damage wait, wait, wait. on each other? It doesn't just seem brutal and inhumane from 200 years ago. It, it's It's been brutal and inhumane for for hundreds of years, or outlawed for 100 years at least. What are you talking about? Like cockfighting and dogfighting. Cockfighting was legal in many states, and I don't know that it it still is, but I know this because in the 90s, this politician in Oklahoma wanted to have a thing where the the roosters wore tiny little boxing gloves on their little claws (laughs) so that they could keep cockfighting legal. (laughs) I would hope, I mean, it's 2022, I would hope cockfighting is... Is illegal, but it it does it's not, it hasn't been legal for it hasn't been illegal for a hundred years, like you're saying. Really? Well, okay, I, let, I'm not sure. Honestly, the, I'm not sure we'll ever give up the love for fighting, the humans' love for fighting and showing off fighting. We will never give up. I don't. I don't ever believe that. I kind of have to agree with Nico. Yeah, it's happened since Greece. I mean, from the Olympics to all the way to today. I would say. In a hundred years, people look back and say, I cannot believe that they used to get two people in there and punch each other. And the whole the whole point being, really, you damaged the, your opponent's brain so badly that they that they passed out and couldn't get up before a 10 count. Yeah, it's not just boxing. It's also MMA. And I don't think either of those will, will go away. I mean, if if if. It seems to me, it seems incredibly barbaric that we would let humans subject themselves to things that we won't let dogs or roosters. Yeah, but dogs and roosters subject. don't get to sign consent forms and weigh-ins. And so, if the dog was cool with it, you'd be cool with dog fighting. They would have to as have human t- intelligence some- <laughs> to be cool with okay. it. So, <laughs> you ever heard some of these boxers talk? <laughs> I don't think they have human intelligence. Some of them. It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show podcast. There's a show that's been off the air for a couple of years that was very popular in El Paso because they would uh, frequently show El Paso police officers. And I'm going to tell you about that show and where it's coming back coming up in just a few minutes. Let's do a Florida man game. It's not a true crime report, but... Let me just throw it at you. Let me just throw you the headline. It's not going to be in a true crime report because this doesn't sound like it was. This sounds more like an accident than a crime. All right. Joanne, are you ready to play? Yep. Florida man attacked by blank after mistaking it for a dog. If you were going to fill in the blank there, 
for $10,000. Florida man attacked by blank after mistaking it for dog. Do they have coyotes in Florida? Do they have bear? No, they don't have bears. I think there's coyotes pretty much everywhere. Do they have bears? It's a bear. All right. What are your answers? I'm going to say coyote. I'm going to go with Old Faithful. Alligator. Alligator, right? (laughs) But how would you mistake it for a dog? They don't have fur. I'm going to go with Old Faithful. You're sticking with alligator? Yeah. Yeah, it's alligator. (gasps) Oh, my God. God damn it. (laughs) (laughs) Late Monday night, a man, man in South Florida was walking around outside a place called the Warm Mineral Springs Motel, which is right near a river. Well, I guess if you're going to call yourself Mineral Springs, you better have a river nearby. <laughs> right. The man reported that he thought he saw a dog approaching from the other direction. It was just after midnight, so it was dark out. But he thought it was a lost dog dragging what looked like a long leash behind it. Okay. Oh, look at the puppy. So he let it get closer and then realized it wasn't a dog, Uh-oh. it was an alligator. And that leash was a tail. The leash must have been the alligator's <laughs> tail. He tried to run, but the alligator got him by the leg. Oh, oh sweep the leg. Wouldn't let it go and ripped a small chunk of muscle <gasps> off. The man, it doesn't give his name or age, managed to get away and flag down a police officer. They called for an ambulance and got him to the hospital. His leg's pretty mangled, but other than that, he's okay. Animal handlers found the gator nearby and relocated it. They report that it was just over seven feet long. What kind of dog did he think it was? Right? Or how blind was he? He must have had, like, vision impairment. (laughs) Yeah, man, forget that. Florida. I guess... There are places in Texas. I've I've been told by by people that I know that you could totally see alligators in some parts of Far East Texas, but Ugh. they scare me. You know how scared you get when you see like a little garden snake or something? Yes. <laughs> I do. Now imagine Ratchet that up by <laughs> about two hundred pounds and seven feet. The last payphone in New York City was removed last month. Oh, there the are now no more. Era. There are now no more payphones in New York City. The end of an era. So someone just polled <laughs> over six thousand Americans and asked, "When was the last time you used a payphone?" I'm going to adjust that a little bit. When's the last time I was that, arrested? That's the only time you use a payphone. Have you ever used a payphone? Yeah, back in the day. Oh, you, so you can remember using a payphone. Yeah. Joanna, is yes. is that something you've ever done? Yes. When was the last time you used a payphone? Oh, God. Maybe late 90s. Well, you were a kid, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, tell me this arrest story. No, I... Not, you got no, arrested? No, I was... You're, you're just dumb. It was a joke. <laughs> oh. Why are you getting so flustered? <laughs> Because he didn't get the joke part. (laughs) Well, someone just polled over 6,000 Americans. The answer for more than half of the people is that 
either never or a very long time ago. 42% said that it's been over 15 years since they used a payphone. 12% have never used one. A full third of people under 30 have never used a payphone. I'm surprised Hmm. that anybody under 30... They were still around up until 2000s, in the 2000s, early 2000s. Yeah, I can remember driving uh, early 2000s. I, I didn't have a cell phone yet. Oh, there's a good question. When did you get a cell phone? When was the first time you got a cell phone? I Most people had a cell phone before I ever deigned to get one. Oh, this and is I, just a fad. <laughs> Look at this dumb fad. It's a fad. I didn't feel like I needed one. And then, my, oh, you know how I got Excuse a phone? Excuse me. I'm getting beeped on my beeper. <laughs> I never had a beeper either. You think this is going to You away? didn't have a beeper? You think a pager is going to go away? No. Were those this common? This is what when doctors you were, use. I'm not a doctor. I thought everybody in the 90s had a pager. Doctors and drug dealers. Doctors and drug dealers? Yeah. Did Brad have a pager? No, I don't think Brad ever had a pager. You think Brad's a doctor? I think like business people have them. It's not just doctors that have pagers. I think anybody who was so here's doing how, stuff. here's how I first got a cell phone. Uh, my girlfriend had a, like a plan, and she could have an extra phone, so she got me the phone so she could get in touch with me whenever she wanted to. <laughs> so this would have been like. <laughs> Maybe 2002? So it's maybe been two, a maybe cycle. <laughs> of girlfriends forcing me to do things that I, I don't have any interest in doing. <laughs> so gr- then you get the cell phone, and then what happens? Like you only had one number on it, hers? No, then I, you know, I started using it, I guess. And then you were like, nice. But when I first got it, like the idea, it was, I, I couldn't multitask, so... The, I remember trying to take a call while I was driving. Uh-huh. And it was like, I could do one or the other. I could talk <laughs> to the person or I could drive, but I definitely couldn't do both at the same time. And this might be a controversial opinion. And I might regret saying it, but I think driving and talking on a phone is a skill that you can hone. <laughs> like, I think you can get better with it over time. And I do you now? What kind of cell phone was that first one? Was it like like a flip phone? Probably a flip phone. Yeah. Did you worry about radiation so that you that crossed my mind? So you so you wore it on your belt and never close to your junk. I I I used to carry it in my my back pocket so it would be at least a little a little ways away from my junk. But (laughs) oh yeah, that definitely occurred to me. This thing could be leaking. Radiation like a microwave from the sixties, man. They have you ever heard that urban legend that yeah, if micro- you stand too close to a microwave? Microwaves don't have any radiation in them. What? What do you think a microwave is? It's, mi- microwave is a different. It's not like radioactive. I didn't say radioactive. I said radiation. Okay. Yes, like a microwave is a form of radiation. I don't even know if it's true that like the early microwaves could. But that's what I was told. My mom would always tell us. We got our microwave in the 70s, and my mom was always like, if it was on, you boys stay away from that thing. You'll get radiation. It's not radioactive. I didn't say radioactive. Okay, what what do you think radiation is? 
well, you can radiate heat, you can radiate sound waves, you can radiate... So what was the radiation you were going to get? I didn't say she was right. I said that's what she told us. No, but she would be right if in that case. Like, you could get the heat and the... But if you're thinking that she was confused, like, thinking you were going to get radiated by uh, plutonium or Called uranium... irradiated. Not radiated. If you were going to get Einstein, irradiated. do you remember what uh, uh, service you had that for for that first cell phone? No, because it was all. It, I just had the phone. My girlfriend paid the oh, bill and everything. everything. Right. I just got like a fan. She. I guess she was on a family plan or anything. So she's just like, here, take this, because I would drive to. She had moved to Dallas at one point, and I would drive to Dallas to see her, and I would have to stop at pay phones along the way to update <clears> her on my progress. And so you I did it? Data. Yeah. You know, let her know what time I was going to be getting in and stuff. Uh, some people say they occasionally still use pay phones. 12% say they've made a call on a pay phone in the last five years. 5% of people say they've used a pay phone in the past year. Where would you even use a pay phone anymore? Well, in the past year? Yeah. Yeah, that's weird. Jail. <laughs> yeah, you're going back to that again. Is that is and that right? You if you're in jail, you have. Asks. Yeah. God, I can't believe you don't understand the the do the, they do the they association of payphones with jail. I know, but you said it so like confidently, like yeah, I did. Jail I did. was I did. the last time, right? Oh, I, that last time I was there in the clink. So yeah, in jail. See? Where do you get the money from? Don't they take all your stuff? That's because why it's I've always a it. collect. The, that's why you always see the oh, movies like, hey, would oh. you like to pick up from James calling from El Paso County Jail? <laughs> yeah, I didn't know all this stuff. I do know that like a lot of times in TV shows when somebody's getting out of jail, they're like, they give them back their phone, they give them back their wallet, you know. And that's when they're getting out money. of jail. Right. Yeah. So you're in there, you, get, you make a... You make a phone call, it has to be on a pay phone, and it has to be a collect call, is what you're saying. I'm joking. I don't know how it works right now. <laughs> okay. I have no idea what they do now. Oddly enough, young people were the most likely to say they've used a pay phone in the last year. That is odd. That One is in nine odd. people under 30 say they've used a pay phone in the last year. Maybe they don't know what a pay, what's meant by the term pay phone. Maybe they're misunderstanding. What's meant how by do, the term pay, pay phone? How would you get that confused? I don't know. What's, like, I could see people under 30 thinking a uh, pay phone just must be synonymous with like a, a landline. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> you know? I just used that landline at my mom's <laughs> house. It must have been a pay phone. You remember Live PD? Absolutely. We can never forget the thing that put El Paso on the map. Yeah, for a little bit there. The A&E show Live PD was canceled in 2020 after George Floyd. Uh, it was canceled in the wake of protest. It was, you know, a lot of people accused it of being copaganda. Now it's back, and it's going to be on reels. Uh, it, and it, the name has changed. It's called On Patrol Live. Who was the... Uh, the El Paso police officer who always had her hair in a bun, and she she became the bun like one of, of the justice. yeah officers in Dejas. Zendejas. 
Yeah, she was kind of the breakout star. She I would was, say yeah. for the whole series, she was like yeah. the most popular officer from any of the cities. So they would go to, I don't know, what would you say, Joanna, eight or ten different locations yeah. to check in on what the cops are doing. So when they'd go to El Paso, it They're was like, very Let's often. check was, in on El Paso. I remember w- one year when it was on, we had some visitors from out of town for a street fest. It might have been like the the band or people connected with the band. Anyway, their big thing was, is there any chance we'll get to meet officers in <laughs> Officer Zendaya? Oh, they were excited about that. Zendaya. <laughs> is that was that her name? Zendaya. Oh, yeah. They were like, we're just hoping we can meet. <laughs> Officers in Dejas. I think it was Alice Cooper, wasn't it, that year? She's looking at me. Yeah. <laughs> it's coming back to me. It, no, you know Are what? you having a stroke in slow motion right now? Oh, my now? God. Check him, Nico. I remember who it was. It was who was it? Brandon's friends from Portland. And oh, Brandon yeah, got yeah. married. Oh, and was, a lot of yes, them were yes. really right. pumped up about meeting yeah, yeah, officers, yeah. or if they could possibly meet officers in Dejas. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be called On Patrol Live, and it will air on the Reels channel. You know anything about the Reels channel? Is that something I probably get? Um, oh, yeah. Neither is it does the, he get that? Is it the one with the Z? Yes. Uh, Reels. No, he does not get Reels. Mm. It's basically going to be the same show, though. One of the producers says, quote, I think the more we talk about policing, the more we should want to watch police officers doing what they do. It's also the same channel that had lot uh, that had the show Autopsy, The Last Hours. <laughs> now, I've seen that show. Before. That's a good show. Right, I've seen that show before. <laughs> you learn a lot. Uh, one of the producers also said there was a conversation then about policing. There is a conversation now about policing. And as a result, I think it is a good mm-hmm. thing to have a lens on police departments. Cops was also canceled in the wake of George Floyd's murder, but it returned last year to the Fox Nation streaming service. All right. No word if El Paso. I think El Paso had either taken itself off of the show, like the police department decided they didn't want to be part of it anymore. Yeah, I think so. Or we had been demoted. I don't know the full story on that. But anyway... Live PD is coming back, except it's going to be on reels instead of A&E, and it's going to be called On Patrol Live. On Patrol. Right. All right, let's take a break. <laughs> We're going to come back, and we'll have the Mo Show calendar on the way. Johnny Depp's having a birthday today, guys. Woo! Oh, Happy birthday. Boy, that, I bet that's a hell of a party, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Everything that we know about Johnny Depp. <laughs> Uh, let's take a break. We'll come back with Mo Show Calendar and more of the Buzz Adams Morning Show on the way right after this. It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show podcast. We're going to get to the Mo Show Calendar and Daily Almanac of events coming up. Before too long, Nico's got news headlines a little bit later. Yeah. And beginning on Monday, KLAQ has a great trip that we're going to give away to one of our listeners and a guest. It is a uh, trip to Pittsburgh, which is one of my favorite cities, to see Metallica at PNC Park. The Steel City, I believe it's called. More more like the Rust City. (laughs) (laughs) 
Now it used to be known for the for the steel industry, but they've really moved beyond that in a lot of ways. Um, so what's going to happen is Metallica is going to be there in concert. Greta Van Fleet's part of this lineup too, so you get a preview of Greta Van Fleet, who's coming to El Paso later this year. But also, uh, this is an association with Metallica's brand of whiskey called Blackened American Whiskey. So the trip includes an exclusive pre-show tasting event hosted by master distiller Rob Dietrich. So for this contest, it starts on Monday. You must be 21 or older to enter, and qualifying for the trip begins on Monday. The only way you'll be able to enter this contest is through the free KLAQ mobile app. So if you don't have the mobile app yet, download it and listen starting Monday for your chance to go to Pittsburgh to see Metallica and uh, go to this pre-show tasting event hosted by master distiller Rob Dietrich. Uh, there's a woman who's been known as Napalm Girl ever since a picture of her was taken during the Vietnam War. It's a very famous picture. Do you know it's, the picture I'm talking about? It's the horrifying image of a small, I think, Vietnamese girl that's covered in napalm, no clothes. She's naked and burning. And right. there's two well, American she, soldiers right behind her. She had taken her clothes off because... Uh, there was napalm was dropped and I didn't know she survived. I guess I'm happy to hear she survived, but she's in the news because she's uh, now an advocate. And one of the things that she's telling people is what they need to do in the U S and this is, uh, she has a name. She's not just napalm girl. Fan the Kim Fook. She says that, after these mass shootings, they had to make the autopsy or the the photos of the aftermath available because she says it was pictures like her on fire that turned public uh, public perception of the war. There were a lot of things that had, you know by 1972 when this picture was taken, there was a lot of anti-war sentiment obviously going on in the United States. But she thinks if if people saw like the aftermath of a mass shooting, especially one carried out by an AR-15, it would really bring it home, you know, how violent these attacks are. So uh, Napalm Girl is making the rounds, uh, talking about her life story. But good that she survived. What was uh, what was the publication uh, that the picture was, was shown in? Or... Well, it won a Pulitzer Prize. Yeah. And it was taken by an Associated Press photographer. Okay, that makes sense. Um, yeah, it's one of the most famous images from the Vietnam War. Than Thi Kim, Napalm Girl, later founded the Kim Foundation International to provide aid to child victims of war. So good, you know. I I was aware of that picture for years. I didn't know whatever became of the girl, but she's like 60 now. And uh, she was just on CNN not too long ago saying, you know, if the parents agree, maybe pictures of what, uh, I don't know, man, I, I couldn't, I couldn't look at anything like that. I guess people, some people would want to, but who would want to look at autopsy photos of kids who'd been killed? Mm, 
I mean, nobody should want to look at them, but they're probably a strong reminder of the horrors that happened to, to kids. It would probably have an effect on a lot of people. Yeah. Right. We gonna do a uh, we gonna do an after buzz today. Is that is that the plan? We are. Today is Thursday, and the plan is to do an after buzz. What are people saying? Are people upset that we're not doing it every day like we had been. People are saying nothing. <laughs> people aren't people aren't saying anything about it. People aren't. No, saying that's anything. not true. People are people asking, comment all the time. Like, hey, what's up with the after buzz? Oh yeah, when we don't do, but nobody said anything since we started back again. Because you're, you know, putting it back up. Yeah. It's every Tuesday and Thursday Yeah, now. but we had been doing it every day. And yes. now we're just doing it Tuesdays and Thursdays. Yes. And I have heard no... No complaints about that. Yeah. And no compliments either. <laughs> hey, Joanna, here's... <laughs> Somebody compliment Nico. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody... <laughs> but I haven't heard criticism either. So I'm good. good I'm yeah. neutral. All right. Joanna, you're always, you and Michelle and Emily are always looking for interesting videos to make. Can I suggest yeah. something? <gasps> yes! You have a video idea? Yep. There's a TikTok trend where people are trying a healthy Coke. Oh, God, dude. I saw that. Ugh. I've seen it. How long you have you been aware it? of this? Like two days. I think we should get Buzz to do the TikTok dances. I'm always trying Those to. look so sad when it's... When it, what is that? You're voguing. You're voguing. It looks like you're voguing. Stop framing your face. Stop it framing. You want to try the healthy Coke? Yeah, do you know what the recipe is? It's like balsamic vinegar and sparkling water. Yep. Put some ice in a glass, pour a splash of balsamic vinegar, then top it off with sparkling water. You could use Perrier or Topo Chico or, that or bubbly what? you stole from the fridge. That the one bubbly time. that I still need to replace. <laughs> Although, did you see he just left out a bunch of energy drinks for everybody to take? That straight? wasn't me. Who I didn't was leave. That? I don't know who left those out. It seemed like a like bait. Like, <laughs> it seemed like they, I don't know. I didn't like take buzz one. bait. It was like a whole thing put on the table. I where did you, see all those a, energy drinks. There's a little table back there that if you put stuff on that, I assume it's like. This is free the for all. yeah. It's a free for all if it goes on that table. <laughs> but I didn't take one because I didn't know who had left them there. I usually wait for either an email or a little note to be left, like free to a good home. I don't know if it's like but a pan. Was, of, if it's like a plate of brownies no, and they're crumbs, and I can tell people have been taking them, I'll take one. There of was those, no but, note. There was just yeah. a bag. They were still in the bag. Why yeah, did you think I left them there? Because it was. It was full this, of bang energy drinks, right. which is like the only off-brand energy drink that <laughs> I know you drink. Bang is not off-brand. I know nobody else drinks bang. Adam Hunter drinks bang. He's the one who turned me on to it. <laughs> uh, here are some TikTokers talking about... So, sparkling water, a little splash of balsamic, and it's supposed to taste... You'll think you're drinking... That actually kind of makes sense to a me, A soda. <laughs> <laughs> I can kind of see it though because balsamic vinegar when it's condensed and reduced becomes very sweet and they actually use it on desserts um, as a covering for like ice cream or something so I could see how it could be a little sweet and maybe some some coke taste to it but I guess it's not going to have any 
caffeine in it, obviously. Yeah. Right? It's going to have vinegar. <laughs> <laughs> right? Well, it sounds like it could be disgusting, but listen, if you want to if you want to whip up a batch, Joanna, yeah, and film we'll, me trying it, we'll try I'll it. Give it a shot. Even if it did sound exactly or if it did taste exactly like Coke, I wouldn't be all that interested because I'm a Dr. Pepper guy. <laughs> all right, let's get to the Mo Show calendar and daily almanac of events and what find out what's going on today. It is June the 9th, Donald Duck Day. Donald Duck debuted on this date in 1934. So that means Donald Duck, 88 years old today. He didn't wear pants back in 34, and he ain't wearing pants today in 22. Today is also National Sex Day, so you got two excuses not to have your pants on. Today is also Toy Industry Day. <laughs> okay. Toy Industry Day? Toy Industry. Day. You know, the, the Kenner, your Mattels, your mm. Parker Bros. Hasbro. Hasbro, there you go. Birthdays today include Natalie Portman. She's 41. And will return as Jane Foster in the Thor movies. Lead singer and songwriter for the band Muse, Matthew Bellamy, is 44 today. And a birthday for Johnny Depp, who we saw a lot of over the past few weeks in uh, his defamation trial against his ex, Amber Heard. Johnny Depp is 59 today. And Michael J. Fox is 61 from Back to the Future and Family Ties. Wow. I read something a little on the sad side about Michael J. Fox. Oh, no. Did you see this blurb, Joanna? I did. Which one? Uh, he doesn't He doesn't take any roles where he has to memorize lines because he said that his, his Parkinson's has gotten to the point where he really can't memorize more than a few words at a time. Uh -huh. That's sad, but look, Michael J. Fox came out and said he had Parkinson's. Almost, I, it might have been 30 years ago. Mm -hmm. And it seems like he has really continued to work uh, steadily. I mean, less steadily as it's gone along, but yeah, it's good definitely. to see that it didn't just end his career right when he was dying. Because he was still pretty young when he was dying. He must have been like, like 30 when he was yes. diagnosed with Parkinson's. So anyway, Michael J. Fox, uh, 61 today, also a birthday for college basketball announcer Dick Vitale, who is 83. <laughs> what, just that somebody has a name like Dick Vitale? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it sounds like a porn name from the 70s. <laughs> I'm Dick, Dick Vitale. Vitale. This is my partner, Rod Long. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, happy birthday, Johnny Depp. So Johnny Depp is going to turn 60 in one year. Him and his old men playing guitar. What was that? Oh, that was from the trial. Yeah. Amber Heard said... Just a bunch of old, old men. men sitting, sitting around, around playing guitar. And it's, it's Joe Perry and, <laughs> and Alice Johnny Cooper. Depp, and like, laugh. <laughs> it's the Buzz Adams Morning Show Podcast. All right, Nico's going to have news for us. But I want to go through the weather real quick. Brought to you by Wet n Wild. And uh, extreme heat continues. 100 for the high temperature today. Which is actually, that's actually a little cooler than it's been the past few days. 
Partly cloudy today, just a very, very slight chance of some afternoon, evening showers, under 10%. Then we're going to see it warm right back on up through the weekend, 104 for Friday's high temperature. Saturday, 107, and Sunday, also 107. We don't have any rain in the forecast for Saturday and Sunday either. Those uh, 100-plus degree temperatures are going to continue, according to the forecast, through next week. And El Paso weather brought to you by Wet n' Wild. Looking for the perfect place to entertain the family this summer? Wet n' Wild's the best place for any celebration. Relax under all the shade. It's probably the shadiest place uh, in the entire city. Bring your own food, throw on a barbecue grill, and enjoy all the great water rides with the entire family. Get your season passes for Wet n' Wild at any Area Circle K, or you can get them online at wetwild.com. That is wetwild.com. And it is time to get to today's news headlines. And here is Nico Ajemian with today's top stories. Good morning, Nico. Good morning, Buzz. A meeting between Russian President Vladimir Putin and Ukrainian President Vladimir Zelensky is not currently possible, the Kremlin said. When asked about a recent comment from Zelensky that he's willing to meet with Putin, Kremlin spokesperson Dmitry Peskov said, Our position is well known here. I would be anywhere if I were Zelensky, I wouldn't be any. I wouldn't be in the same time zone as Putin, much less the same room. It you get poisoned. I mean, they got so many different ways of poisoning people that are a thorn in Putin's side. Do you, does that sound ridiculous? Or how do you know Vladimir Putin wouldn't try and poison Zelensky? Well, uh, Zelensky has said he knows that they'll probably have to meet if uh, they want to end the conflict. Dmitry Peskov, spokesman for the Kremlin, said, Our position is well known here. Good preparations need to be made for a top-level meeting. We know that the Ukrainian side has withdrawn from the negotiation track, and therefore it is currently not possible to prepare for this sort of top-level meeting. Hundreds of bodies have been pulled from the rubble of several destroyed buildings in Maripol. A mayoral aide said there are typically 50 to 100 bodies being pulled from each building and that the bodies are being taken in an endless caravan of death to a morgue, landfills, and other locations. Russia now has a total control of the city after the last of the Ukrainian forces surrendered. Roughly 100,000 of the estimated 450,000 residents before the war remain in the city. It's estimated that 21,000 died in the siege. Wow, 21,000 people died in a siege hey let me ask you a question at at some point in the future when you know it's not a war zone would you ever be interested in visiting ukraine is that someplace you'd like to yeah absolutely i was interested i would always i was interested in going before the war you know before the war zone and to uh, ukraine yeah have you traveled a lot yeah have you not much <laughs> Ukraine is beautiful. What, what, what are you thinking? Oh, Ukraine was like. What, why would you be yeah. surprised? I mean, I got, I got a lot of admiration for the Ukrainian people because of this. So wait, but why would you be surprised if I wanted to go see Ukraine? I don't think I don't. I, how, how many foreign countries have you visited? Why would you? But what? 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 what, what answer the question. Why would you be surprised if I wanted to visit Ukraine? Just asking. I was curious. Joanna, oh. would you? Would you ever be interested no. in visiting Ukraine? No. Okay. I have a friend who lived there for a long time, and he said it was like... Oh, I met your friend that lived in Ukraine. Yeah, think, see? Right? Yeah. yeah. So you wouldn't... Yeah, he told me it was amazing. 
be- like beautiful women. Like he said, every woman there That's was like. That's why a lot of the ones from Ninety Day Fiance are from, are from Ukraine. Ukraine, dude. He said, like every woman was like a model there, pretty much. Um, and that they all have blonde hair and blue eyes. I'm not sure that's true. But. <laughs> that's what your friend told you? Yeah. Would you like to go Ukraine, Buzz, after this? Uh, yeah, I'd kind of like to know like what the people are all about. And, you know, I'm pretty much Russian. Pretty much Russian, but but also, you know, r- really willing to fight for their sovereignty. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Stuff, so. There are reports of damage and tens of thousands of power outages in southwest Ohio after a severe storm system blew through last night. Part of Mayer Retail Distribution Center was destroyed when it was hit by an apparent tornado that crossed over Interstate 75. An emergency dispatcher in Miami County reported hundreds of calls coming into 911, but the full extent of the situation will not likely be known till later today. In Tip City, emergency crews have been dispatched to assess the damage and folks are being asked to stay off the roads. The National Weather Service has confirmed that a tornado did touch down in Miami County, but the intensity rating won't be known until later today. Did you say there's a place called Tip City? Yep. How do you spell that? T-I-P-P. Oh, two P's. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, instead of Tips City. Or Tip. Or Tip City, yeah. I was just thinking that would be a great name for a gambling website, Tip City. Tip City. Tip, Tip City. A California man who allegedly made threats against Justice Brett Kavanaugh and showed up near his Maryland home has been charged with attempted murder of a U.S. Supreme Court justice. Federal court records show 26-year-old Nicholas Roski of Simi Valley, California, was angry over the recent mass shooting at an elementary school in Uvalde, Texas, and the leaked draft of the Supreme Court's decision impacting Roe v. Wade. Let's just... Uh, let that sink in for a second. So one of the things this guy was upset about, in addition to overturning Roe v. Wade, was gun violence. So he takes a gun, and he's going to go and kill one of the Supreme Court justices. Okay. Right. That makes no sense right. whatsoever. The affidavit states Roski called the Montgomery County Emergency Communication Center to say he wanted to kill a Supreme Court justice. He was carrying a Glock 17 pistol, two magazines, pepper spray, zip ties, a hammer, screwdriver, nail punch, crowbar, pistol light, and duct tape were in the backpack, per the affidavit. The charge of attempted murder of a Supreme Court justice carries a maximum sentence of 20 years in federal prison. Right here is uh, Press Secretary... Uh, Corinne Jean-Pierre talking about how the president's attempt, the president condemns the attempted assassination. Oops. Consistently made clear. Is it potted up? Sure is. All right. Now that is a thing you can check early. Yes. <laughs> you know you can uh, you can do a test on those. Right? Yes, I do. Thank you very much, Buzz. Can I? Let me, let me ask you a question. Sure. Do you think it's appropriate for people to go to an elected official or a Supreme Court justice or a judge's house and protest outside their home? Or should there would you would you say that you're in favor of people doing that? No, I'm not. I'm, I don't think it's intimidating. Yeah, I don't think especially that if you've got kids in there. I don't think that these people can do their jobs as as. Um, if they've got to worry about what's the mob outside my house. Yeah, nobody. The, the, the mob is a terrible thing. And, yeah, mobs are usually not a great thing. And yeah, it shows that you're animated and it shows that you're angry and it shows that you have something that you want done. But 
it's a, it's a coercive way of doing it. And you're trying to force. Should they pass a law that for? I think they have in several states that you're not allowed to protest in front of somebody's house. Well, Supreme Court justices' house, oh, I think specifically, specifically or, Supreme or, Court justices, uh, elected officials' houses. Yeah. No, absolutely. Uh, here is Attorney General Merrick Garland talking about threats against the Supreme Court and how they will deal with it. Well, at one point, uh, when Jen Psaki was still press secretary, she had said that the White House encourages people to protest peacefully. Sure. And that was specifically talking about protest outside John Roberts' house, Brett Kavanaugh, some of the Amy Coney Barrett. Uh, so I wonder well, if I mean, she regrets saying that or if she would say that she misspoke or was taken out of context or would she say, still say, yeah, we still encourage people to protest outside the homes of Supreme Court justices. Well, no, I don't think anybody would, should shy away from the United States' actual illustrious uh, history of civil disobedience. I mean, Martin Luther King Jr. and the— I don't think Martin Luther King—I mean— they, I'm not they, talking about protests with pitchforks and I'm talking about— But outside somebody's house— no, I, I'm just talking about peaceful protesting is a cornerstone of a functioning democracy. Would you agree? Uh, I, it's certainly you're right. Okay, thank you. <laughs> yeah. But I'm talking about specifically, so when uh, Jen Psaki was talking about it, she was talking about the people going to some of these conservative justices and protesting, and she, her the words she used were that uh, the the president, the White House encourages this kind of protest. Was she specifically talking about going to their houses? Unless it was cleverly edited to be taken out of no, context. No, no, I'm saying was this right yeah. after the house yeah, thing and she was, was right specifically after... talking about house, going to their houses? Then yes, I would say that she probably regrets that. Now, she if she probably was talking needs about, to backtrack that or walk it back or whatever. If she was talking, now I don't know if she was or not. Schumer now, at one point. I don't know Chuck if she Schumer. was talking about houses. Now, if she's saying go in public... And if you find these people in public and show them that you're upset, then yeah. I mean, if, what do you mean, like at a restaurant or something? Well, if a person's out in public or they're at an event, yeah. I mean, that's the time to protest them okay. at their official. But you events draw or, the line at going to their house at a private residence, yeah. Oh, okay. uh, but again, I'm not sure that's what she was talking about. I, I don't remember her saying that. Go to their houses. I remember her saying, "Yes, the the Biden administration respects people's." right to protest and peacefully protest, but I'm not sure she ever encouraged people to go to their house. Well, at around the same time earlier this year, Chuck Schumer had said, oh, you know, two or three days a week, I've got protesters outside my house. Sure. People just need to toughen up. It's not a big deal or whatever. Well, I mean, he might have a bigger house with bigger, better security right, or something. A, he but, might have a better gate. Um, I would say that if they're protesting him at his events and on his way to the Senate, then that's the time to do it. Yeah, Absolutely. A military aircraft crash in Southern California has left four people dead. Yesterday, an Osprey crashed near the Arizona border in Imperial County, where rescuers found five Marines on board. While four people are said to have died, the condition of the fifth hasn't been released yet. The aircraft was based out of Air Station Camp Pendleton, and earlier reports said nuclear materials were on board. The military says that was not the case, though. An investigation is ongoing, and the Osprey takes off like a helicopter, but flies like a plane and has had a controversial history, to say the least. Hey, I tracked down that clip, by the way. Oh, okay. Good. Yeah. I, that doesn't look like it was taken out of context or... No, no, that wasn't. Uh, right, I'd be very interested to hear, hey, you know, 
you want to walk that back oh, some? I or? think that she would absolutely need to. But she did she, preface she by to. saying, "Peace." You, did you, you kind of skipped over the part where she said, "Peaceful protest." Yeah, but if you, I mean, you said it yourself. When it gets to be like kind of a mob scene, it just makes it easier for somebody who wants to take it to uh, you know an inappropriate level to to show up. Sure. I, I don't know. It's creepy to go to somebody's house. I would never. <laughs> That's just creepy as hell to go to somebody's yeah, house. It's creepy as hell to go to somebody's house. Yeah. You know what's weird? I hear people are getting, like, I, I think death threats are the regular thing now for people, for public figures. I think, if anything, death threats. Well, death threats are illegal. I mean, those are already against the law. Right? I don't know, because I would imagine that hundreds and thousands more people would be getting arrested for that. For making death threats? Yeah. Well, death threats are against the law in all 50 states, for sure. So, like, all the people that Amber Heard said were sending her death threats and death messages, th- they're going to get arrested? I guess people do that anonymously? I mean, I guess if you wanted to go after and forensically track down everybody who made a death threat on social media, possibly you could do that, but... Hmm. I don't know. Also, if you write on somebody, if you wrote to Amber Heard and said, you should die, is that a threat? Is that a threat? Or is that an opinion? <laughs> you know what I mean? There's <laughs> a, a, a thin line between threat and opinion. Former, why, don't we, why don't we take a break? Oh, sure. Good idea. I could just feel the vibe. I'm, it's gotten to the point where Joanna doesn't really have to say take a break. I know when she's going to say it. I can feel it radiating like a leaky microwave (laughs) off of her brain. (laughs) So let's go ahead and get to our late night roundup. If you didn't stay up watching TV, we've got a recap of highlights and funniest moments from late night television. Here we go. It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show podcast. We've got a few other uh, stories to get to. I've also got our win them before you can buy them tickets. For Lamb of God still on the way this morning. Oh, that's right. Got some WWE tickets standing by. I think our boss said if we want to do a combo day, like give away the wrestling tickets for this Saturday and the Lamb of God tickets for a concert on October 16th, we can do both. Yeah. But we should make it something tough because that's a good package. Problem with making something tough is that it also makes it tough on me. (laughs) <laughs> I have to come up with I mean, something. it puts effort into it. Yeah. Right. Uh, let's get back to our news headlines, though. We didn't quite finish up. Here is Nico at Jimmy and with the rest of our news. Good morning, Nico. Good morning, Buzz. Former President Donald Trump, his eldest son, and eldest daughter have agreed to sit down for depositions as part of a civil investigation by the New York Attorney General's office next month, unless the state's highest court intervenes. That's according to a stipulation filed Wednesday. Without court intervention, former President Donald Trump and Donald Trump Jr. and Ivanka Trump will appear for testimony beginning July 15th and concluding by the following week. The investigation is reviewing whether the Trump organization used fraudulent or misleading valuations of its holdings in different ways to obtain a host of economic benefits, including loans, insurance coverage, and tax deductions. All right, so just to keep these straight, the the January 6th hearings are about the the insurrection at the Capitol yes. in 2021. This is a different thing. This is all about, you know, shady business dealings. Well, the January 6th 
uh, is a uh, House yeah, committee. It's right. in the, the federal government, um, whereas this is a state government issue. This is the New York State Attorney General, and they're looking at his business in New York, I guess. I don't know who's going to be watching the uh, – because it's on all three networks tonight. ABC, NBC, and CBS are doing the uh, the January 6th hearings live. The one person I guarantee who is going to be watching is Trump. Yeah, I think he like- couldn't resist, and it's it's going to be on too late in the day for him to be playing golf. He is definitely going to be watching. They've already thing. have have some counter programming uh, scheduled. I think like Fox does, and Donald Trump. And Trump, yeah, right. Um, whatever programming he's going to have a TV off in the corridor where he can keep an eye on what's going on. But if you remember, this is the the the, the uh, case where him and Donald Jr. and I- Ivanka, they've been trying to get out of uh, sitting for testimony for a long time mm-hmm. in this case. And I guess finally they were out of options. They're like, I guess we have to do it. That's a whole different universe. When somebody tells me I got to go to court, I'm just like, well, I guess I got to go. Right. <laughs> right? It sounds pretty serious. All these people who are like, well, I don't really need to do it live on a different plane of existence, I guess, than the rest of us. Officials from Moderna announced on Wednesday that uh, data from its study on Omicron-containing bivalent booster revealed that it's that it offers a superior antibody response against Omicron one month after injection compared to the company's current vaccine. Moderna chief medical officer Dr. Paul Burton told ABC News that he believes the company's highly effective updated COVID-19 bivalent vaccine could be a turning point in the nation's fight against the pandemic. Moderna plans to file its data with the Food and Drug Administration as quickly as possible. And should the vaccine be authorized, the company will be ready to supply the shots to as many people around the world as possible. Here is Moderna Chief Medical Officer Dr. Paul Burton. Oh, so that's pretty hopeful. We won't have to have, you know, four rounds of vaccinations. But it does mean that we might have to get a COVID vaccine every year. Until you brought up that story, I had, I swear to God, I just forgotten about COVID for like six days. <laughs> <laughs> I had finally managed to just forget about. Yeah, <laughs> I don't carry a mask with me in my car anymore. Oh, oh man, oh. I have to because uh, I had to go to the doctors the other day, and I guess at doctors' offices and places. Did they make yeah, you cover they up? Still they make still make you wear them there. Make you wear them, and I was scrambling because everybody inside had one, and I thought and you didn't have one. I didn't have one. Yeah, had to go buy one. Well, speaking of the COVID nineteen pandemic, Doctor Anthony Fauci says that the LGBT community must be listened to in order to combat the reemergence of monkeypox. Monkeypox is a virus that is able to be spread through bodily fluids and broken skin, but it's not considered fatal. In an interview with The Independent, the White House medical advisor recalled the early days of HIV and said experts should have worked more closely with marginalized groups to provide proper care. He said... If wait, that- wait, wait, wait. Are, are gay and lesbian... Uh- people more likely to get monkeypox? I'm not going to say that they're more likely, but did you see the... the, the about it started Britain? like at a swinger, like at a gay bathhouse or it's something? A sauna, a sauna and it didn't start there, but there was, there's been huge... That's where the, it kind of kicked into... Well, not even that. It's just there, there's been little clusters or huge clusters of these outbreaks amongst saunas, gay bathhouses, things like that, yes. Hmm. But it's not a sexually transmitted disease. 
No, it can be oh, transmitted through be. fluids, okay. body fluids, and broken skin. There you go. All right. Um, he said that experts should have worked more closely with marginalized groups to provide proper care. He said if that had happened, then lives could have been saved. As, mo- as monkeypox has reemerged in the U.S., U.K., and other countries, it has so far been found disproportionately in gay and bisexual men, oh. something that's led to homophobic commentary. That's not fair, considering the disease can infect people no matter their orientation. Fauci noted that it's important to educate those communities without creating a damaging stigma. As we all know, he was instrumental in developing the HIV uh, treatments. And uh, like he said now, his experience with HIV is saying, you know, we should listen to the community and maybe we can help them a little bit better. If you have any product with peanut butter in it, make sure it's not Jif, please. We told you last month that the popular peanut butter was recalled due to salmonella infection risks and later that other products were involved because they use Jif. Well, the count of companies that use the peanut butter and now have recalled products is up to 18. The last recall list, and it's long, um, has several companies with Jif peanut butter in their products. Both the CDC and FDA say before using any product with peanut butter in it, verify that it's not Jif. They also warn you not to give the tainted products to pets. Are they investigating Skippy just to make sure that they weren't behind, <laughs> <laughs> that they weren't behind this? Meanwhile, at Peter Pan, they're just, <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> Deputies from the El Paso Sheriff's Office held active shooter training for students interested in a law enforcement career. The Explorer Post is a group of high schoolers who have an interest in law enforcement careers and got to train with the actual uh, deputies who provide real-life scenarios. What, they teach them how to stand around the hallway for an hour? On Wednesday, students got the chance to see how deputies train for an active shooter situation. Students were put through a simulator and taught how to enter a building with an active shooter. Also, deputies went over how to react to a shooter if these students were in their, in their high school. The method they teach is ADD, which stands for avoid, deny, and defend. Students were taught to barricade classrooms, run away if possible, and to defend themselves with any measure possible. But if something like that ever does happen, we want you guys to protect yourself. Run, Deputy Adrian Gonzalez said to the class. They also showed them, like, I, I saw a video of them, of the kids, like, clearing rooms and buildings. Like, they, they, they were showing the, the kids how to stack up and, like, to stack up in line. And how do you breach? How do you go in through doors and stuff? Wait, were the kids training with gun? Like, they, they had, had a gun? They had fake guns, yeah. They had fake guns. Yeah. Well, that doesn't seem to be very applicable because you're, you know, well, no, it's you're not allowed to take your Well, no, it's interested gun. in a law enforcement career. Oh, okay. So this is supposed to kind of show the kids, you know, this is what the type of training that we do. If you're ever interested in becoming a sheriff, you know, this might make you more interested in doing it. Who knows? In case you're getting ready for a job interview, Google has a feature that may help you get it right. Google's Interview Warm-Up is an AI-powered job interview prep tool that's part of the company's career certification program. While it doesn't ask off-the-wall questions that you may encounter, it does help you craft your responses. The tool flags words you use too often and gives you other options. It also helps you to hone in on your responses that are more specific to your job. The bonus is you get the transcription and audio is not saved by Google. Even without being in the certificate program, you can practice as many times as you'd like to. And finally, 
Puppies usually have loads of energies, but a Brooklyn doggo took his zoomies to the extreme. I don't know what these words are you're using. <laughs> can, you, can you provide a translation chart for me? Joanna, can you I do I don't it, know what please? a zoomie is. You don't know what what is? A zoomie? Like, and I, I guess from context, a doggo is a dog. Yes. yes. Okay, I figured that one out. And What's zoomies? It? Zoomies are when dogs just You know when your dog just starts running back and forth all of a sudden? Oh, yeah. That's okay. what they call the zoomies. The zoomies. All right. It all began when <laughs> Bailey, a seven-month-old German shepherd, which you should appreciate, Buzz, since you have two, bolted from his Red Hook Brooklyn yard back in late April, prompting a nine-day multi-state search. Oh, dang. He was finally rescued by Port Authority police after dashing through the Holland Tunnel to a Jersey City parking garage. His Dog went through the Holland Tunnel? Yes. His adventures also took him for a dip in the Gowanus Canal, where he was saved by a paddle boater. Later on, he was rescued from the roof of a Home Depot. And later, he ran through the Brooklyn Battery Tunnel. Luckily, this you know, dog needs some dog ritlin, is what it sounds like to me. <laughs> Jeez. Oh my, my dogs are runners. They would do the same yeah. thing, yeah. I don't know that they'd... I mean, the one good thing about my dogs, as much as they would get out before I really had to upgrade my fencing. Mm-hmm. They would eventually come back. They would. They know how to get back. Aw. They always come home. Well, yeah, but who knows what kind of mayhem they've been causing <laughs> around the neighborhood while they're out. I mean, I had to I had to take extreme <laughs> measures to keep these freaking German shepherds in. And now they're so old, Joanna, they can barely jump that high. No. Oh, you'd be surprised. They can still... (laughs) Well, luckily, the dog only suffered a few cuts and bruises, but because of Bailey's severe fears issues, he's been rehabbing at a rescue in Brooklyn to tamp it down. Fears? It doesn't sound like he has fear of anything. I think he has probably like a lot of social anxiety that just made him go run from things. Yeah. Well, he was released from a vet's care yesterday and will hopefully never take off again. With the news, I'm Nico. One of the, you know, uh, county commissioners this week uh, said that it's going to be all right to sell and use fireworks mm-hmm. this 4th of July. And some of the negative comments that I saw, you know, there were comments, it's too dry, we haven't had any rain. But another one was, oh, great, now my dogs are going to be petrified. Yes, they will be. If all you right. live within five miles of one of these big displays, like they have at the ballpark downtown or... My dog, I freak out and because they have a big one at the country club. Mm-hmm. So I, I think you put your dogs in, or if, if they're going to freak out, you put your dogs in regardless of what the fireworks rules are because somebody's going to be shooting them off. Do your cats get scared, Joanna? No. They don't care about noises and stuff? No, they don't. Okay. Yeah. The Do all dogs-, dogs get freaked out by fireworks? Most. That's a good question because uh, mine just. I know yours does. My, ones, my the parents dogs do. Dogs that I've had in the past. Oh no! Really, you really. Your new puppy. You're gonna. I find don't out. know yet. Yeah, about you're him. You're gonna find out. But Buzz's dogs. There's been several times where Buzz was out of town and it was just me with the dogs for July Fourth, I think. Mm-hmm. And Sirens drive them up the wall. They get, they get insane. Like they want to hide underneath the smallest oh. crack possible, and they are big <laughs> dogs, so they don't fit in most places. Uh-huh. But. They're pretty good when they come inside, as long as they're inside. Yeah. <laughs> they seem to do okay. My puppy got to see his cousins yesterday, Oh, my God. oh you introduced them to Buzz's dogs, I his did. cousins. They're not, co- they're not cousins. They're yes. cousins. I'm Uncle Nico. 
And how was your puppy with the dogs? You how were they? Uh, they were fine. If anything, they're so well socialized. Actually, I think because they've escaped Buzz's house. Oh, my dog. They've <laughs> met yeah. so many dogs. They've met so many other dogs through their escape <laughs> that they've become very well socialized. <laughs> very good with around new dogs. So... So my two, I got two German Shepherds that are about like uh-huh. seven years old, six years old. Adorable. So they're eight years old now. Eight or nine. Nico knows. And they, they just hate cats. They do. <laughs> they just hate cats. And I'm always surprised. When they're like cartoon bring, dogs. When somebody brings over a little dog that they somehow instinctively they know Okay, this isn't a cat. This uh-huh. isn't a raccoon. This isn't something I chase. Okay. And even like little tiny chihuahuas, they recognize <laughs> them as other dogs. And it's just like, how do you not think that's a cat? <laughs> yeah, they're, they know. They're weirdly cool with the smaller dogs because Buzz has another smaller dog and people have brought their small chihuahuas over. And my dog Jack is pretty small compared to them. And yeah, they just chill out. Meanwhile, my dog Jack was going crazy, just running around, like, scared, oh, and he was barking. They saw rabbits on a walk once, and they just went bananas. <laughs> so tasty. All right. Adorable. Uh, we got a couple phone calls. I want to get to those coming up in just a few minutes. Also, we've got entertainment news on the way. We'll be getting to Joanna and her entertainment news. You want to do some Lamb of God tickets? Okay. <laughs> you sure you want to do it? Why are you asking like that? Now I'm scared. Wait, are you talking about the, the double? The the double one or, or just Lamb of God? Let's do uh, the Lamb of God tickets, all okay. right? <laughs> <laughs> it was they, too much work to do the other one. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> when you said we ought to make it. We should more do, difficult. I didn't make this. We should do like stump the chump or trivia or something. Well, the thing with those contests is you got to be prepared to give away more than one prize. When you do stump the chumps, you can't just you know what if the first person stumped us? Yeah, that's it. Then that's it. Then hey, contest it, yeah. is over. You stumped us. Or we should do trivia where we come up with trivia questions for them about about Lamb of God and WWE. Uh, all right. Well, maybe tomorrow. Right. BT is going to be here tomorrow. He too. will be. Let's go ahead and do caller number 10 for uh, right. Lamb of God tickets. Joanna, I'm going to give out the number, and you're going to see those phone lines light up because people yep. want to win these tickets to see Lamb of God October 16th. Uh, other bands are going to be along with them, so it's going to be a big night of rock at the Don Haskins Center October 16th. If you want to win tickets to see Lamb of God, you can give us a call now, 915-910-4995. Let me make sure everybody heard that number, so let me slow it down. 915-910-4995. And tickets for Lamb of God will be yours if you're caller number 10. It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show Podcast. Who won the winning before you can buy the Lamb of God tickets? Gabe did. Gabe, right on. Yeah, Gabe. We still have our uh, daily dose of WWE tickets. If you want to go to the WWE this weekend, we have those coming up before the show's over today. So stand by. And then we're going to have throughout the day today more Lamb of God tickets. That concert was just announced this week. It's going to be October the 16th at the Don Haskins Center. Lamb of God, along with Killswitch Engage, 
is going to be performing, and the tickets go on sale tomorrow at 10 a.m., so these are still winning before you can buy them. Throughout the day today, and we're going to have one final pair of winning before you can buy them, tomorrow during the morning show, for Lamb of God, Kill Switch Engage, Animals as Leaders and Fit for an Autopsy, all four of those bands performing Sunday, October 16th at the Don Haskins Center. Ah, it's just coming over the wire. The PGA suspended all those players that are going to play in the Saudi. They did? Go- yeah. That's what we, they kind of expected. So oh Phil Mickelson's in that group. Bryson. De- Bryson. You're De- that De- Johnson guy. You don't even Dustin care. Johnson. No, I don't. <laughs> Shut up, Nico. It's called trying you to. Might, you might not care about the golf, but are you kind of interested in this whole thing where it's like, if you guys leave <laughs> us, to think of it as like a. Like a reality show. Do I sound interested? Yeah, you do. Yes. What's your actual interest level? Nico, look at me. Zero. Not, not even. <laughs> well, okay, so anyway, the the PGA Tour has, I could hear it. has reigned supreme. I mean, that's been the major league of, of golf right. forever. And the Saudi Arabian government uh, started this. We can't decide if it's LIV golf. 54. It is 54. Yeah. I was going to say that was one thing. Nobody... Because everybody was calling it live, and I was like, "Could this be Roman numerals for before?" <laughs> and it turns out it, it freaking, is, or, it is, or maybe it's Steven Tyler's daughter, Liv Tyler. Maybe it's her <laughs> tour. <laughs> Would have been another possibility. So, the deal with these is that the Saudis are just paying these top golfers a bunch of money up 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 front. I don't know how much Mickelson got, but I think Dustin Johnson might have gotten something Millions. like. Supposedly, they offered Tiger something like half a billion dollars. Yes, to play did. on the Dang. LIV or the fifty-four golf. Tour. They offered Jack Nicklaus half a billion dollars. Jack doesn't even play billion? anymore. Billion? Oh, sorry, yeah, billion, half a billion, five hundred million. Well, you know, Jack doesn't play competitively anymore, right? I think that's why they wanted him. They just wanted him to be kind of the name, uh, Jack right. Nicklaus, sure. and live, you know, or fifty-four. I like that you're pronouncing it Jack Nicklaus. It's not, not Jack. It's not Jack, Jack Nicklaus. That's how they pronounced it, like back in the '60s when he first kind of stormed onto the scene. Everybody pronounced it uh, Jack Nicklaus, and then as time went by, it became Jack Nicholas. Jack Nicholas. Jack Nicholas. But it, you could still hear if you ever watch like old tournament footage, you could hear him. And now Nicklaus. <laughs> Uh, but that's interesting. It's almost like throwback. Uh, anyway, it looks like they're they're. I, God, I don't know if this would be a temporary thing or if it's like, if you guys abandon the PGA Tour to go play with this upstart league, you will never like if they kick them out a lifetime ban. They haven't said that yet. Are all these guys on but their the, way down? Are the, are like uh, Bryson DeChambeau? No, Bryson DeChambeau is is one of the top golfers. He's definitely at the peak of his career. Phil, you know, you could say Phil's on the on the backslide of his PGA, but he just won. <laughs> I forget did uh-huh. he win the Masters or the the U.S. He won know, one of the major tournaments. Us. Anyway, Phil Mickelson just won a major tournament. You got all the. You got a lot of these other names. It would not. It would not be accurate to say that all of these golfers are on the down downside of their PGA careers. Uh, you couldn't say that about Dustin Johnson. You couldn't say that about. Uh, I think there are like nineteen golfers. Seventeen. P- 
PGA members have been suspended by the PGA Tour. Well, Scotty Scheffler had some things to say about the guys who were joining. Oh, yeah? Scheffler is uh, one of the hottest golfers right now. So what does Scheffler say? He's a Texas guy, too. He's from Austin. Uh, Joanna, I know how what? interested you are. I know. I gotta. You probably want to tweet about this right now, don't you? Yes. Buzz won't stop talking about this. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Time for entertainment news with Joanna Barba, who has all of our Hollywood notes and news. Good morning, Joanna. Good morning. You know what the dopest job in the world is? being Snoop Dogg's personal blunt roller. Not only would Snoop be your boss, but it's a full-time salaried position and he adjusts for inflation. inflation. During a 2019 appearance on the Howard Stern Show, Snoop revealed that he paid his roller between $40,000 to $50,000 a year. That guy must roll some tight pinners, man. <laughs> 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 That's the opposite. A pinner's the opposite of a blunt. <laughs> pinner's very th- thin and small. Oh, I thought we were just talking about joints. Joints in general. Yeah, but still, it's no a blunt. Be- he's a blunt roller. It's he's a blunt roller. It's very different. He's not a joint roller. He's a blunt roller. But he must be great at it. Right? Yeah. Well, on Tuesday, Snoop confirmed that it's actually a lot more now. On Monday, Uberfax tweeted out the outdated salary, and Snoop replied, quote, inflation, their salary went up. He didn't say what it is now, but still, not a bad gig to have. Well, I had heard that before it had been established that it was between forty and 50000 a year. That's what I just said. Oh, did you say that? She just said that. <laughs> Okay. That was the. the that was Buzz the was busy thinking about his dinner <laughs> job. Now I was really thinking about all these players that got kicked off the PGA <laughs> tour. Oh, I found the thing that Scotty Scheffler said. They, uh, Should we? We're gonna have to break, and I have a lot of news. <clears throat> Should we just start over again in a minute? Yeah, <laughs> we should. All right, go ahead and tell me what tell Scotty Scheffler. Tell us more, because Buzz is not gonna focus on anything else. All right, so people asked uh, him what they thought of the guys joining. 54 tour and he said I haven't really noticed anyone missing this week maybe besides DJ oh burn yeah throwing shade he's throwing shade dude yeah. so uh, commissioner of the PGA tour said these players have made their choice for their own financial based reasons but they can't demand the same PGA tour membership benefits considerations opportunities and platforms so they can never go back to the PGA? I don't think they're saying that because there's a good there's a good chance with any new sports league, no matter what sport it is, that they're going to go. Mm. That they're going to go belly up. I don't know if you're the you know, if you if got the, the money Sa- of the Saudis, yeah. they could probably keep that going a while indefinitely, but maybe these guys get over there and decide, you know, it's hot. <laughs> well, they're not they're not playing in Saudi Arabia. This is a worldwide oh. tour, so their first event is this week and it's in just outside of London. Oh. Oh, wow. Oh. <clears throat> there are a lot of people speculating that this has to do with... I thought they were playing in Saudi Arabia I this whole time. So no, 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 no. I pictured no. sand dudes. <laughs> no, it's it's backed by the Saudis, Talk but about they're going the to they're going to play all over the world. Now, now that's a sand trap. There are places that don't have PGA Tour events that might get like one of these 54 Tour events. El Paso probably <laughs> doesn't have a course that's long enough for these guys. Mm-hmm. Like I don't think even the longest course at El Paso would be long enough for these guys, but there're probably a lot of cities who 
are like, yeah, we, we'll do we it, don't have yeah. a PGA Tour event. We'd love to have one, you know, Phil Mickelson and DJ showing up and stuff like that. Anyway, I can tell that I am the only person <laughs> interested in this. No. Not just... I can I can just get the vibe from the public that nobody cares about this other It's thing, fascinating. All right. So good. Let's take a break. We'll come back if we've got more of the Buzz Adams morning show and let's just let's just start over again. <laughs> <laughs> How about with the entertainment? Yeah, it'll, be, it'll be easier to edit right. that way. We'll have that coming up in just a moment. More of the Buzz Adams morning shows on the way right after this. It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show Podcast. <laughs> We, we we had talked about a story where Snoop Dogg had given his personal blunt roller a uh-huh. raise, and we didn't know exactly what the raise was to, but we do know that the previously the blunt roller had been making somewhere in the forty to $50,000 a year range. What are you talking about, Buzz? We haven't had that conversation yet. Oh, my God. I just oh, want to, guys, oh. to acknowledge that this legal ID ran at exactly 9 a.m. Yeah. Really? Like on the dot? <gasps> yes. Huh? How's that ever happened before? We did before? it on time. One other time. It's like getting a hole in one. Joanne, are you are you just going to do the Snoop Dogg story again? I thought we were do recapping. Do you want me to? Uh, yeah, Let's at that do- point, we should probably just start the... Yeah. <laughs> I get what you're doing. Here is Joanne and Barba with entertainment news that you haven't yet heard. Good morning, Joanna. Good morning. Hmm. What's happening in Hollywood news? You know what the dopest job in the world is? What? Producer of the Buzz Adams Morning Show. (laughs) That and being Snoop Dogg's personal blunt roller. What? Blunt roller? A blunt roller. I gotta look this up. So not only would Snoop be your boss, but it's a full-time salaried position, and he adjusts to pay inflation. During a 2019 appearance on the Howard Stern Show, Snoop revealed that he paid his roller, Buzz, pay attention, between $40,000 to $50,000 a year. But he has since confirmed on Tuesday that it's actually more now. After Uberfax tweeted out the outdated salary, Snoop replied, quote, inflation, their salary went up. He didn't say what it is now, but it's still a pretty good gig. Inhalation. I mean, inflation. (laughs) Is going up. Hey, if you got somebody who rolls all your blunts for you, are you smoking uh, at least some of that other person's saliva? Yeah, a little bit. You're like, you're sharing yeah, saliva. Kinda. No, no, but they would lick. Don't when you roll a blunt, don't you lick it? I, it seems like I've seen that in movies about marijuana before. I don't know. So apparently, Snoop Dogg's blunt roller, uh-huh. in the same interview with Howard Stern, said that he rolls eighty-one blunts a day. Damn, okay, there's he's no, busy. there's no way Snoop Dogg is smoking eighty-one blunts yes, a day himself. Dude. That's impossible. Well, no, not by himself. He's probably sharing. And what you know what would suck is if he's like, "Can I smoke two with you, Snoop?" And Snoop's like, "No, nah. you're on the job. You, dude. You're on the clock." <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't think he would let him. Well, I don't know. Maybe Snoop is pretty cool. People, so apparently that it would be very tough on your hands <laughs> to do eighty-one <laughs> blunts a day. Like you would yeah, need carpal tunnel. Carpal dude. tunnel syndrome. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You need like those gloves. <laughs> Maybe he needs to hire. A, That's why he gets benefits. He needs to hire an assistant. <laughs> <laughs> so 
Joanna, I, yeah. I kind of was thinking about a list of if you had as much money as Snoop Dogg okay. and you wanted to hire people to uh, take care of all your marijuana needs, mm-hmm. uh, some other jobs. Okay. Bong maintenance. Ah, uh, yes. That's very important. Like a pool guy. <laughs> De-stemmer. <laughs> De-cedar. Uh-huh. That's, those are good, yeah. Shake collector. Do you know what that is? No. Like if you spill it and it's on the carpet and stuff, you have a guy. You don't have to get down there. You have a guy who's really good at picking up like every little tiny piece. It would be a perfect job for a child, to be honest. Or somebody with a vacuum. (laughs) But then you don't want to get all the other stuff on the carpet. Right? Yeah. Got to filter it out somehow. (laughs) I'm not going to name names here, but one time Mm -hmm. we had... Uh, and I won't even say which company it was at the time, but okay. it is a company. We had some uh, out-of-town corporate people, and they had uh, brought weed because it's not legal. And a gust of wind blew up, <laughs> and it went everywhere. And the, these people got down like like it was gold. <laughs> like oh they, they had found flexing. They were down there trying to get they every little They were gold piece. mining down there. <laughs> You pay somebody to do that, right? If you had, <laughs> yeah, if you had one, money. Yeah. So, shake collector, pipe cleaner. Ah, good, yeah. Also, I've got one here: personal timekeeper. <laughs> <laughs> what is that? What do you imagine a personal timekeeper would be in this context? Uh, someone who keeps time. Someone who reminds you. It feels like it's been two hours, but it's really only been <laughs> twenty minutes. <laughs> <laughs> he can hire Flavor Flav. He's already got a big clock around. His head. <laughs> That's a good one. These yeah. are all great all right. jobs. <laughs> okay, I also just found out that that would that smoking eighty-one blunts in a day would equate to eight point one hours of just inhaling. Damn. There's no way that he smokes that much, right? He maybe Did shares. You know, he, oh yeah, he probably is like passing around. Just passing know. around. He's got like. You think every day Snoop Dogg has a, a look, I don't want to sound outdated here, but a posse <laughs> that's just hanging out, and he just keeps a posse. He just keeps everybody. Yeah. They should save Definitely. that clip of you saying that for the white encyclopedia of, of you know the world. Yeah. that was so white. A posse. A posse. <laughs> I, you know, probably a typical day he's kicking it with his crew. Kicking it. What the hell is wrong with him? <laughs> Um. Yeah. Great stuff. All right. What else? <clears throat> Kanye West is apparently heartbroken and having trouble accepting Pete Davidson's close bond with his and Kim Kardashian's kids. According to a source close to the rapper, it's a it's been painful for him to see Kim moving on with Pete and to see Pete spending all this time with his kids has magnified that pain even further. This comes after pictures surfaced of Pete Davidson and Saint on a solo shopping trip in LA over the weekend. The source said it's not something Kanye was prepared for or even thinking about when he and Kim split. They added that although the rapper knows the bond has had has his with his kids the bond that he has with his kids is unbreakable he's still finding it hard to watch pete build a relationship with them are you looking up the picture yeah it's right there pete is just in shorts he looks he looks like a ghost (laughs) he's so pale what is this pasty guy oh it's pete he looks like the bad guy from the da vinci code (laughs) 
He looks like somebody who would have showed up at the mansion in the others. <laughs> Anthony Starr is widely loved for his performance as Homelander on The Boys. The star has stayed in the headlines for his acting, but recently the headlines were quite different. If you'll remember, he was arrested for assault in Spain not too long ago. The guy who plays Homelander was? Yes. No, I don't remember that. You don't that. remember uh-uh. that? Well, I didn't register at all. I remember doing it in entertainment, so we did talk about it. According to the reports, the actor was arrested for assault while filming in Spain. He got into a physical altercation. The man who got into a fight with him claimed that he was very drunk and extremely confrontational and yelled at police, you don't know who you've messed with. You don't know who I am. Stand back or I'll laser you. (laughs) Well, now in a new interview, Starr claims that he is aware of the mistakes he made and asked for a second chance. He said, quote, I got myself into a situation that was negative and I reacted poorly and the way forward from that was very clear it was quite simply to take ownership of it which I do and then really learn from it and move forward the actor added quote I've really just kept this issue to a personal level because it is a personal issue a personal issue that I've taken responsibility for he is so menacing, like in this new season of The Boys. I haven't seen the new season. I just want to see the Herogasm episode. That's not out yet. I, are you sure? Because people in the app chat yesterday were saying they couldn't st- stomach the scenes. No, no, no. There was one scene where a guy's performing a sex act in, in somebody's apartment. And but it's not the herogasm. Okay. No, the herogasm is just supposed to be in the comic has, books. Um, it is insane. Has Jensen Ackles come out? Yes. Ooh. You haven't seen him without his mask. Oh. But he plays kind of like a Captain America thing. Mm-hmm. Have you seen any of season two yet? No. You've got to get on that, man. I know. Because I'm not going to. I got sick, and so I was just dying, and I couldn't watch it. <laughs> but he, he has really gotten good where his his face just becomes so maniacal. And Homelander. Menace, Homelander. Yeah. That is. He's a great actor, yeah. Did you know? Yeah, Joe, he was really good in Saved by the Bell. It, like, did, did It's you, not. What's his name? Yeah, he was Paul something. He was Zach. Mark Paul Gossler. It's not. That's it's not. not. It's not Zach Morris. So I don't know if <laughs> if this is a bit, but when the first season was on, Nico said that he thought that that was Zach Morris. Zach Morris from Saved by Nico. the Bell. Nico. Honest- were honestly didn't know they were two different people. <laughs> like I had no idea. <laughs> I thought he was Zach Morris as Anthony Starr. They don't even as Homelander. They don't even look. <laughs> They don't even look they that look, much alike now. I, guess, well, now. I guess I could see because of the blonde. Well, no. If you look at Zach Morris from when he was younger, that's like what... He would grow up to be Homelander. He should have turned into <laughs> Anthony Starr. What he should have looked like. <laughs> not how Zach Morris actually looks now. <laughs> well, that's not him. And finally, it's been 20 years since Scooby and Shaggy solved the Spooky Island mystery in the first live-action film, Scooby-Doo. To celebrate the anniversary, Matthew Lillard is embarking on a new mission, serving as Airbnb host of the gang's iconic mystery machine. Lillard is serving up Y2K nostalgia and inviting select guests into the world he knows oh so well with an unforgettable camper stay along the Southern California coast this summer. Never before available to the public for overnight stays, the iconic mystery machine has come out of retirement to bring guests right back to 2002. Shaggy and Scooby embraced life on the road before it was cool and the mystery machine is fully set up for two fans to experience the spooky thrills for a night. Guests will be able to book three individual one-night stays on June 24th, June 25th, and June 26th for only $20 a night. 
in celebration of the live action film's 20th anniversary. Oh. How fun. Yeah. That, that is one cartoon voice that I feel like I could step in <laughs> if they needed a, shaggy? Like a shaggy voice. I do it really. Do a shaggy right now. Okay. Like Zoink Scoob, it's the ghost of the minor 49er. Oh my God, that was really good. That right, was pretty good. I got it nailed, right? Yeah. That was real good, yeah. So you got some scabby snacks, bro? <laughs> With your entertainment news, I'm Joanna Barba. Where has Freddie Prince been? Uh, not Freddie. What's Freddie the, Prince Jr. Yeah. Freddie Prince Jr. Yeah, where's yeah. Freddie Prince? Uh, Freddie Prince is dead. <laughs> Freddie Prince Jr. is busy being married to Sarah Michelle Gellar. Was she in Scooby? Yes, she was Daphne. Is that how they met? No, they met before that. Okay. And Linda Cart. Linda Cardinelli is great. Linda Cart. She's doing great for herself. Car- Cardellini, isn't oh, it? Oh, Cardellini. Yeah, probably. You're probably right. Out of that whole batch, she she kind of works more than anybody else. Yeah, she was in the Marvel universe. Wait, I what? Forgot what else she did? What was she? Oh, she's Hawkeye's she's wife. She's the wife. Yeah, yeah, she's the wife of Hawkeye in the Marvel universe. Who? Linda Cardinalini. Velma. Who played Velma? Hmm. It's just I was just saying if you <laughs> if you were look at IMDb <laughs> credits, I bet Linda Cardellini's worked a lot more than yeah, probably than everybody else. From the gang. <laughs> From the Not gang. Scooby. Not Scooby. <laughs> All right. Uh, a few calls have come in while we're doing the show here. So these neckline calls that we've gotten over the course of the past hour or so. Let's find out song. what people are saying. To that coffee operator is the number that he gave me my own. It is specifically against the law to peacefully protest near a Supreme Court justice's house. Uh, so they arrested a guy whose plan was to kill uh, Supreme Court Justice Brett Kavanaugh. And there's some really, like, he had a kit. It sounds like there was a lot of zip ties and duct tape and pliers and stuff. So maybe he he was going to torture uh, Brett Kavanaugh. Anyway, they, they got the guy before he could do anything. And... Uh, we were talking about do you feel like it's over the line to go and protest out some someone's, someone's house. house so i looked it up yeah experts say the protest at a supreme court justice's house probably is illegal because of a 1950 law uh, i was also reading though that it depends on the interpretation of whoever the prosecutor is because they could it could easily be argued that oh it's free speech well the caller is right there is a specific uh, statute that was enacted in 1950 uh title 18 section 1507 says that it is illegal with the intent of influencing a judge to picket or parade in a, in or near a building or residence occupied or used by such judge juror witness or court officer so it doesn't sound like this is even specific to the Supreme Court, though. It's just, uh, but wouldn't that also mean you can't protest outside a courtroom? That seems like one of the main places people do protest. Uh, also, the 1950 law says uh, it is illegal if you're attempting to influence a judge or with such intent to resort to any other demonstration in or near any such building or residence. Yeah, that's that sounds pretty clear to me. If that law is on the books, that it 
It well, but you have you to, from protesting outside you to, any judges. You have home. to prove that they're trying to uh, change the ju- judge justices' minds, or you have to prove that they are impeding with administration of justice. Influencing. You have to in- prove it. All right. How would you prove it? What flat house are you there for if you're not trying to free influence free speech? It doesn't even say free intimidate. Speech. You're I'm ju- there to say this is my right yeah. to, for free speech. I think the caller had a good point, though. Uh, one more call here. You know, remember, you can leave us a message. We get those messages right away now. So if you want to leave a message during the show, we can get to those, which has been great. Yeah. Because normally what we ha- do is we get calls that were about the previous day's show. We play them back the next day, but we're getting them uh, immediately now. Hey, Buzz and Nico, don't forget to tell everybody that today is Donald Duck Day, which means, man, bottoms are off, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, ladies. Have a good one, y'all. Bottoms off for Donald Duck Day. (laughs) They also call it Donald Duck Birthday. 1934, on this date, Donald Duck made his debut in a Disney cartoon called The Wise Little Hen. He didn't wear pants back then. He doesn't wear pants today. And that'll make it really convenient, I guess, when his girlfriend Daisy gives him his birthday present later. It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show Podcast. As we're going to get ready for the pre-kend, which we decided starts at noon on Thursday. The frickin' pre-kend. Need to let you know that uh, we've got some more triple-digit days ahead of us. 100 for the high temperature today. Partly cloudy. Matter of fact, it's really cloudy on the west side. And it will get up to 100. A little chance of rain, I've Put it at 10% chance of rain today. Friday's high. Going to be 104. But strap in because it gets a lot hotter than that. Saturday Mm -hmm. and Sunday, back-to-back 107 in the forecast. 107 degrees. And uh, continuing with those 100-degree temperatures through the middle part of next week, we might finally... I don't know if you count it as getting a break, but it might finally, you know, get down to 98 by the end, by next week at this time. We got uh, tickets for the WWE event at the Pan Am Center, which is coming up this Saturday. It's going to feature SmackDown Women's Champion Charlotte Flair, Woo! Tag Team Champs The Usos, Drew McIntyre, Kofi Kingston. Xavier Woods, Sasha Banks, and many more. You know who I'd really be excited to go see is that Ronda Rousey. She's going to be there, right? I don't know. I mean, I was saying that because I thought that's what I heard on the commercial, but then on the <laughs> then on the thing that I'm reading here, it doesn't. It, it seems like you would put that right in the thumbnail. Oh my God. Maybe I was listening to the wrong thing. I found out I've been talking about the wrong Latin Kings of Comedy show all week long. Oh, my God. <laughs> I, I don't know, man. Tell me. Was I listening I was to a basing different... it off of you. <laughs> I got to find this commercial now. Haven't you heard it? Uh, no. It played right before, I'm in a pickle. I'm in a pickle. Maybe this is a Mandela effect. Joanna, turn your microphone on. What? I'm in a pickle. <laughs> he wants to hear the giggles. <laughs> I can see her in there. She's, 
It's because I'm coughing at the same time. I want to hear it. <laughs> I'm in a pickle. Yeah, you know what? I don't see anything about Ronda oh, Rousey. Oh, let me see this commercial. Maybe, maybe there's two events going on. I try to tell. Look, uh, I understand see. people love it. Oh. All right. Okay. All right. So, yeah. yeah. So, that is. So, not wrong. Not wrong. <laughs> All right. <laughs> How you don't have that on the marquee? Maybe she's not as popular a wrestler as she oh was, was a. I don't know. What the hell was she? Boxing or MMA? I can't keep MMA. It all straight. I can't believe we had to look it up. <laughs> she was also in the Expendables. Okay. Uh, so we're going to have those tickets coming up to give away. Now, here's something I can't talk about. <laughs> the PGA just decided to, spit, oh to suspend 17 members from the PGA Tour. Oh, my God. Are they... Okay, are there any really, really big names we'd be surprised? Yeah, yeah huge. Ooh. Dustin Johnson. Oh, my God. Uh, Louis Oosthuizen. Oosthuizen. Here, I'll go down the list. Right. I'll tell you. You were asking, are are these golfers kind of like on the downhill yeah, side of their retire, career? Right? Some of them, yes. Some of them, no. So, uh, Sergio Garcia. You could say Sergio is, you know, kind of on the on the backside of his PGA career. I wouldn't say he was, he's definitely not washed up, but Taylor Gooch. That's right. The Gooch. The Gooch has the been suspended Gooch. by the PGA Tour, and he oh, is no. definitely a rising star. Brandon Grace, at the peak of his career. Dustin Johnson, Matt Jones, Martin Kamer, uh, Phil Mickelson. Yeah, I, I hesitate to say Phil Mickelson is on the on the downhill slope of his career because he just won. What would he win? The Masters of the U.S. Open last year. Kevin Na. Ian Poulter. Yeah, probably Poulter. The last thing he probably won. Probably his best days are behind him. The last thing that Mickelson won? Yeah. He's 71st in the PGA Tour. Uh, Lee Westwood. who's yeah, Probably Lee Westwood's kind of post-peak his career, I would guess. This says the Charles Schwab Cup Championship at Phoenix Country Club on Sunday uh, 2021. You know, he won a major recently, too. This all has to do with some of these golfers. Oh, Torrey Pines at, on, in January. And that was U.S. Open? Uh, no. Farmers Insurance yeah. Open. Okay. Okay, so Phil's continuing to win tournaments. But... Have you seen his beard, though, and his crazy eyes? Those crazy eyes. <laughs> Every picture they've taken of him at this uh, live event, I'm sorry, this 54 event, um, <laughs> has him in this gaudy leather jacket with this weird stubble, and then his eyes are just open for every picture. I think he has, like, glaucoma. <laughs> so you, you guys until today thought that since this is backed by the Saudis, that all the golf tournaments were going to take place in Saudi, in Saudi Arabia. Arabia. Yes, I pictured sand. Can't they only play at night there? <laughs> <laughs> now the first event is is in is outside of London, so it's oh, going to wow. be it's going to be a worldwide 
uh, golf tour. Well, it, it seems like they've sunk millions of dollars into it. Who's the the um, the guy that's the f- not the founder but the president right now? He's a Greg Norman. Yeah, Greg Norman. What is he? British, Australian, Australian. Yeah. Uh, Turk Pettit. You know, some of these guys. I think they offered. Tiger Woods something like a half billion dollars and he turned it down and probably why do you think he turned it down I mean he's on the backslide of his career I don't know I mean they were talking to a lot of these golfers that have joined the the Saudi Arabian tour and they were asking questions about human rights and you know LGBT people aren't allowed to be free and you know why would you and most of the golfers want to stay away from the politics side they're saying that Tiger was offered a billion dollars. A billion. Mm-hmm. It makes me wonder how much somebody like Hudson Swafford got. If Tiger was going for a billion, let's say Phil Mickelson probably got close to that. So to get these guys on tour, it's not just, hey, we got big prize money over here. They're giving them money at the very beginning. At the, they're, they're signing them and giving them they already signed tens or hundreds of millions of dollars. They've already signed Phil Mickelson up, and he received $200 million, a $200 million offer. I'm almost pissed off if I'm Phil Mickelson that I find out that Tiger was offered Why? A, a cool billion. He's known as, like, one of the goats. Tiger? Tiger. Tiger is the goat. Yeah. He's not one of the goats. He <laughs> is the, the goat. goat. No, I meant, goat. like... He is the GOAT. Next to Tom Brady, different sport. Yeah, but that almost seems insulting. <laughs> You're worth... $200 million? That's still a lot. They're what like, well, that, we one couldn't fifth get Tiger, Tiger but I guess we'll take Phil. Does it break down what other people are paid? I'm wondering what a Gooch would get for... What ta- Taylor Gooch <laughs> would get. It should get uh, waxed. I don't know. Your interest is not building in this uh, fascinating oh, story at all. Dustin Johnson, uh, $125 million. That's about right. You think so? Yeah, hit me with some more of these. I want to find out. <laughs> That's they're not, they're not giving like how much. How about Sergio Garcia? Does it say how much Mm-mm. he signed for? Mm-mm. So they're getting a payday just for joining the thing. Maybe some of these guys are like, hey, they're going to give me a bunch of money up front. I'll play a few tournaments. Even if they go belly up, I still got my money. Also, they may not go belly up because it's the Saudi government. They got plenty of plenty of money, right? Uh, I think the the family of Saud uh, is worth one point four trillion dollars. Trillion, yeah. All right. I wonder what the reaction would be if the PGA Tour said, by the way, we're going to make these lifetime suspensions because they just announced today that they're going to suspend these golfers. You know what it reminds me of? And Dustin Johnson resigned his PGA Tour membership anyway. You know what it reminds me of is like comedy clubs who, because sometimes there's comedy clubs in a city and there's multiple comedy clubs and they'll be like, if you want to work work, here, you can't work work for that comedy club. Yeah. Like, are you going to pay me? <laughs> do they have those rules like in L.A.? Like, yes. do they have like if you're at a comedy store, well, you're not supposed no, to be, no. play at Ha Ha's or whatever? Not really. No. Okay. No, not those. But like, like a little bit farther out, like Ice House versus, you know, um, Laugh Factory. 
No, no, like flappers. Things that are, because those three, like Laugh Factory, Hollywood Improv, and Comedy Store, they're right in LA, like LA County. Then there's things in Burbank, which is flappers, and so uh, you could, Ice House in Pasadena. You could go work in Pasadena yeah. and it's not going to upset. No. But like in, in Phoenix, for example, there's- Rick, I was about to say Mitzi. I forgot Mitzi passed away. Yeah. No, you wouldn't upset her. But in Phoenix, there's like uh, Rick Bronson's House of Comedy. There's Stand Up Live and one more. And like they have a very big rivalry there. Like you're not, you, if you do Rick Bronson's, you can't do Stand Up Live. I don't know. That would really be playing hardball if the PGA Tour were. But they're they're saying you can't compete like at a Ryder Cup. You can't compete. In, I don't think they Ryder can keep Cup any, is PGA because that's well, between Britain and the United it's States. It's between the United States and every other country. That's how <laughs> awesome our country is. <laughs> would you say golf is now an American sport, a uniquely American sport? It started in Scotland. I mean. No, I wouldn't say it's a. No, I'd say it's. Uh, well, if definitely a if Scottish. We're so sport. good that Americans are one, like on a team that they have to compete against the rest of the world every year. Isn't then? Wouldn't you say, yeah, golf is kind of an American thing, and now the Saudis are trying to. Well, America's just awesome. Yeah, we're just awesome. I don't know. I kind of wish Steve were here. Although I, Steve doesn't get into golf as much <laughs> as he does football and basketball and stuff. I was looking at a picture of this girlfriend that Kanye either just broke up with, Cheney uh, Jones. Cheney Jones. It, it's one thing to say, all right, well, somebody has a type, but it's another thing. This woman could be an, a Kim Kardashian imposter. <laughs> like, and get paid to go to parties pretending to be Kim. That's how much she looks like Kim Kardashian. Well, did you see any of the girls that he went out with before uh, Casey Jones? They also like. Very similar to Kim. Uh, Casey Kim Kardashian esque. Yes. Who was the uh, the first one? Was a model, Arena, Arena. Uh, I don't know. Gosh. Didn't he go out with Julia Fox? Yeah, he did, but and she doesn't really look like her. She doesn't really look like. Yeah, but this one is Cheney. Cheney, Cheney uh, Jones. Is there some Arena kind of... Shake? That's right. You should look her up. She looks Didn't like. She date- did she date DiCaprio at one point? Kim Kardashian? No, no, no. Irina Shay. Oh, yeah, probably. <laughs> right. Yeah, what what she, supermodel hasn't dated? She was 20 at one point, right? <laughs> she had to have dated Leo. But she looks just like him. Irina Shake does? Not just, but very similar. Yeah. Okay. Like but, brunette, long brunette hair. Uh, Chaney said Jones. on social media that. It's not true that they broke up. Maybe she just doesn't know yet. Yeah, I'm not sure. <laughs> Every news story is saying it. What, that they that they broke up? Yeah, because there's been pictures of him with another woman already. Well, I don't know if they were exclusive. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, after Kanye West sees Top Gun Maverick with Mystery Woman, Cheney Jones dines solo in West Hollywood. Oh, hmm. Uh, El Paso. Oh, I just did the weather. What am I talking about? It's going to be hot in hell. Are you going to be watching the January 6th committee hearings tonight? Yeah, because I feel like they're very conscious that, okay, this is on prime time. They're going to drop some bombshells. And they're saying that that there's stuff that you've heard about being reported from the hearings yet, but that some of the real 
bombshells are gonna are gonna drop during the the public hearing. It must be yeah. They must really want it to be a primetime uh, special because they normally would have hearings during the day in Congress, right? But this one starts at eight p.m. Eastern time, mm-hmm. and they yeah. oh we'll we'll do it when everybody gets home. <laughs> Why is it so late? Because of that, they, so people can, people watch it. They're really they're hoping like, that people tune in. Did you see in. the great ratings for that Johnny Depp trial? Yeah, let's do that. And that was during the day. <laughs> I, I don't know if it's so much a ratings thing or if it's just like the news divisions of all these networks are like, oh yeah, we definitely in the interest of the of the democracy, <laughs> we need to the public good. Yeah, this is like a like a thing that we have to do as a source of information, but. Um, I don't know. They, I guess, with all, as much as they've gone out of their way to get eyes on this thing, they better they better have something that that's going to have people talking about it tomorrow, wouldn't you think? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Uh, so yes, I'm going to be watching. Uh, it starts at eight o'clock Eastern. Eastern. So I can start six, <laughs> six o'clock, o'clock here. Time. Yeah. Oh yeah, I'm in, and it's two hours. I'm watching the whole thing. I don't know how long they're. Did they say two hours? Preempted wheel, though. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. I'm not sure I can support that. You know, <laughs> Buzz. I am very. I am very proud of Buzz today, Joanna. What did he do? Buzz did not saturate us with Obi Wan comments and make yeah, us was, ta- hear was, about it. It was more of kind of a transitional it's he's episode. Starting to realize it's coming to an end soon. No, no, it's going to get good. This it's gonna was, get good. And he didn't do any spoilers today. Oh, yeah, good job, Buzz. Yeah. I don't think I can't think of anything from the episode that would even be considered a spoiler. The T forty seven that showed up? What the hell's T forty seven? The Empire Strikes Back plane? What? The Empire Strikes Back snow plane? Remember? No, I don't pay attention to that kind of stuff. Oh yeah. What you you know, like, oh, we haven't seen this model of Oh, it Star that's the Wars first time it shows up before Empire Strikes Back. I could, I, I honestly, you know the things that wrap cables around the ATAT's legs. You mean the at ats? Okay, yeah, or the at ats? Yes. <laughs> that made an impression on you? Yeah, because that really. Sh- yeah, I, yeah, I guess up. I don't pay attention to stuff like that. All right. <laughs> <laughs> There's spaceships. It's a classic plane from the original movies, uh-huh. and it shows up. It's like what? Ah! That's amazing. It's cool. Don't dismiss what he's excited about. Don't dismiss my excitement now. That's great, but that doesn't quite quite stack up with Darth Vader like walking down the street of this town and just like snapping people, snapping people's necks. (laughs) Joanna, you don't have any interest in Star Wars. You're just not a not a Star Wars fan. Science fiction? Would you say? Like, do you like any science fiction stuff? Yeah. Like what? I don't know. Star Trek. No, <laughs> no I've, ne- I've never actually seen Star Trek. Do you Trek. like any movies based in space? Yeah. Name one. Mm, Interstellar. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, I can't argue with that. You can't argue with that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, let's give away the wrestling tickets. All right, great. Turns out that uh, Ronda Rousey <laughs> is going to be there after oh, all. Oh, somebody said you're reading the old lineup. What? From wherever you're reading it from, it's old. Yeah, the story's from April 20th. Well, oh, what? 
Wait till you find oh, out. Oh, that's why Ronda Rousey's. They mm. they added her since then. Yes. Is Charlotte Flair even going to be there now? <laughs> I I will give this to you guys. You can pretend to be interested in golf a lot better than I can pretend to be interested in wrestling. Yeah, like, we, it's very difficult yeah, for me to. Do you see how good, good of a job we do? Yeah, no, you guys. You guys got me to beat make on you that feel one. better. <laughs> the WWE is coming to the Pan Am Center, <laughs> and it is going to be a Saturday night main event at the Pan Am Center. The Usos are going to wrestle. This dude with a mullet is going to be there. Drew McIntyre. This black dude's going to be there. This other dude's going to be there. Kofi Kingston and Xavier Woods. Yeah. All right. Very good. And I guess Ronda Rousey is now part of it. At least that's what the commercial <laughs> seems to imply. <laughs> uh, let's give the tickets away to caller number 10 on the uh, studio line. That number is 915-910-4995. 915-910-4995 to see the WWE this Saturday at the Pan Am Center. Let's take a break. We'll come back and wrap up the show. More of the Buzz Adams Morning Show is coming up right after this. It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show podcast. Who won the wrestling tickets? Arturo. All right. Arturito. Arturito was our winner. We're going to have more tickets for the WWE. And if you still want to get those tickets... For Lamb of God, before they go on sale throughout the day today, be listening. Veronica's going to have a set of tickets. Uh, Daniel, if he's working this afternoon, is going to, whoever's on this afternoon is going to have tickets. And then we're going to have a final pair of women before you can buy them Lamb of God tickets tomorrow during the morning show. Well, the mayor pro tem of El Paso has filed a complaint against the mayor. So the mayor pro tem is Peter Sforsbein. What is that like, deputy mayor? It's not. It's not vice mayor because <laughs> vice they mayor. don't. They don't have to be on the same <laughs> side, I guess. Representative Peter Sforsbein, who is the mayor pro tem, filed a code of conduct complaint against Mayor Oscar Leeser. Hours after the two had a heated debate over the mayor's second veto of the contract for. City manager Tommy Gonzalez. There's a lot of drama involved in this. Interesting. Uh, Tommy Gonzalez was up for consideration for a city manager's job in Frisco, and so the city council voted to extend his contract, give him a raise, and he dropped out of the running for the other job. And then the mayor vetoed it. So the city council overrode that That veto. veto. So I guess the mayor can veto again Again? because that's what it sounds like. That is very weird. Uh, During a fiery exchange at Monday's city council meeting, Svarsbein claimed that Leeser had physically threatened him, referring to an alleged incident on February 1st. Uh, Leeser says that Svarsbein's version is revisionist history. But I guess there there was an argument going on back in uh, February, and according to Svarsbein, Leeser got up and clenched his fist and, like, squared up and uh, told him to keep talking. And also, if you don't shut your mouth, I'll shut I'll shut it for you. And then it gets the, – uh, this is from El Paso Times. They start to overlap. Wait a minute. Which part happened on Monday of this week and which part happened back on yeah. February 1st? 
Uh, Forsbein says that he that multiple people were in the chambers, so that he has eyewitnesses. But they asked a lot of the eyewitnesses, and they're kind of vague, almost like they don't want to commit to exactly what it was, it was like. Hey, I can remember words being exchanged, but I can't remember exactly uh, what is being said. Uh, Sportsbine's complaint read, uh, and again, I guess this is talking about the the February 1st incident mm-hmm. about Oscar. He continued to insist I was being disrespectful and stood up and said, shut your mouth. This is Sportsbine's complaint. As I insisted I was seeking clarification about his treatment of the council, he said, keep talking, keep talking, and then shut your mouth or I will shut it for Ooh, you. Big words. And then uh, Sforsbein brings up an incident that had happened when Oscar was previously the mayor. Okay. He, do you remember this? No. Uh, he ran into Anne, what, what's her name? The the older lady, she's not on city council anymore. Anne Morgan Lilly? Yeah. Um. And Morgan Lilly fired, filed an ethics complaint after an incident where she says that Lisa threatened her husband at a restaurant. And then Lisa called the police to report that his wife had been assaulted. This was a whole blow oh, up in I 2016. Yeah, yeah. Uh, was it one of the insults like sunny boy or something? No, like he's, he said... You're a rich white boy. It was, I guess they <laughs> they were having some kind of dis. Why why it would involve Anne Morgan oh, Lilly's husband. husband, who's not on the city council, but it had to do with Darren Guito and uh, I guess okay. Lisa at some point said, "You're a rich white boy. What would you know?" Uh, anyway, Sportsbine said that that incident. He was reminded of that incident by the way that Oscar spoke to him on February first. This happened in 2016. Leaser contacted El Paso Chief of Police Greg Allen and requested that police be sent to the restaurant after Leaser alleged that his wife was assaulted. And that is when Ann Morgan Lilly filed an ethics complaint saying that he abused his office. It's like, I had an argument with somebody, so I'm going to call the, not 911, not a dispatcher, I'm going to call the Chief of Police. Ooh. Don't you know who I am? Don't you know who my friends are? And it's got a list of uh, people who were in the room uh, when this alleged February 1st incident happened. Representative Henry Rivera, Sissy Lazarga, County uh, City Clerk Laura Prine, and Deputy City Manager Tracy Jerome. Uh, the El Paso Times says they reached out to Riviera or Rivera, Lazarga, Prine, and Jerome, but didn't get a response. Uh, Salcedo, though, said that he didn't have any information. Uh, yeah, it doesn't sound like anybody's going on the record saying that's exactly the way I remember it, but nobody's going on the record saying it didn't happen either. Not so, like that. um, I guess city council finds Tommy Gonzalez an important enough part of uh, city government that they were willing to sweeten his deal and Lisa didn't like it so he's, he's vetoed it twice I don't even know where it stands now like who what happens does this just go back and forth forever right and uh, at the, in the end it's not fair to Tommy who was up for a job in for, I know I know he's getting paid a lot of money for this but it's not up to it's not fair to somebody who was up for a job and chose not to 
to pursue well, what, it because he of, was guaranteed a job here. One of the things Oscar is saying is that he's heard from a lot of constituents that they they agree with his veto. But yeah, El Paso is kind of a sour grapes town. When you hear somebody's making $400,000, if you got a pothole on your street, you're like, he doesn't deserve that. Right. Well, apparently he does. They were it was they were going to hire you know possibly hire him for this other job, and your city council decided no, we need to sweeten his guy's deals because he's so important. But that's what I guess where it stands now. BT's going to be here tomorrow. Woo! One of our favorite yeah. comedians, BT's at the El Paso Comic Strip. We're going to have uh, that final pair of tickets for Lamb of God during tomorrow's show, and more wrestling tickets for the WWE coming up tomorrow. Have a great Thursday. Get the pre-kin started here in a couple hours, and we will talk to you tomorrow morning at 6 a.m. So long until then.